Ikke hej? Ja. I've been been locked up a little too long, you know, the the social distancing, self-quarantine thing, you know, man. And um, I'm feeling a little uh, little unhinged. Feeling like there's there's barbarians at the gates. (laughs) Barbarians this week and more on Acme Podcast Incorporated. (laughs) Alvin, you've disgraced me for the last time. (laughs) He's just like Gary Cooper, huh? Hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Acme Podcast Incorporated. Coming to you pre-recorded in April of 2020. We make our triumphant return, although for you, it isn't really much of a return. It's been a couple weeks for us. I'm your host, Laser J, and as always, I am joined by the indomitable... Kai! Hey, how's it going, people? What's up? Uh, yeah, so, uh, for you, there's been no time, you know, it's been regular two weeks, but for us, it's been quite a bit longer than that. Cause I wanted to cut down our buffer. Uh, yeah, we had a bunch of pre-recorded episodes, uh, and we caught up with our buffer. So now things that we talk about will be more relevant. Yeah. Uh, so uh also we're playing with the format a little we're gonna cut down the weeks segment because honestly it feels okay a podcast in itself is kind of a self-indulgent project because it's like oh yeah the things we talk about are interesting enough for other people to want to listen to (laughs) how how self-centered can we be that this is a thing we decided. Well, I decided. Well, you have your own podcast, so yeah. Uh, so this is a thing we somehow came, a conclusion we came to independently. So, but you know, to cut down that, we don't need the week segment. We don't need to go over every little minutia. Also, I don't want to edit all of this anymore. Well, well, also <laughs> it was. We both had this sort of realization that we we're like, man, I need to watch something or do something for the week. Like we kept feeling obligated to like try and do something interesting just so we could have something to talk about during our week. Instead, it should be like if there unless there's something we really want to talk about, don't try and, you know. Yeah. Uh also just there's a lot of things that I something I've noticed about my viewing habits since we've started doing this is I have put off watching things that I want to watch because I'm like, Oh, we can do that for the show though. Yeah. So I don't know whether it, so it's like just removing a layer of, should I watch this 
so I have something to talk about during the week segment, or should I save it for when we do an episode on it? Because like, there's been there's a couple things on like Netflix that I've been wanting to see. Like, uh, Glitch Text looks really good. It does actually. Um, I was thinking about. I didn't know if we. I think shows that are like coming out right now that are ongoing. I think are kind of fine. Cause... Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. No, I mean okay. Like I, I'm still. We've both watched the first three episodes of Ducktales, uh, season yeah. three, and yeah. I just caught up with Craig of the Creek. But that—that's more like my scheduled watching. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That—that's like just general upkeep. I'm talking about like things that I would binge. Like I've put off watching, like I said, uh, glitch texts. I put off watching Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a couple other things that I've been thinking of watching that I just sort of haven't. So the last thing I, an episode. The last thing I've been that I knew we weren't going to talk about for the podcast was Hilda. Because yeah, I knew you were like, eh, not really my thing. So I was like, okay, I'll just go ahead and watch it. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of the things that I was thinking of binging are up your alley, though. Hmm. Because. Uh, Kipo looks fucking amazing. I, I don't know if that's up your alley, but I uh, reckon I it think is. I've, I don't think I've seen it. Don't think uh, it, it's the one animated show where there's the most famous clip I've seen of it is uh, there's just a black kid that drops. Uh, oh, I'm gay. <laughs> oh, that's really good. It's All just right, like I'm, casual. I'm I'm already in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It it has a. I I haven't looked into it all that much. I've just seen that clip going around Twitter. And I'm sure it flew around Tumblr. I know you're more cut in there. Yeah, I've been kind of being in both, uh, just as much lately. Okay. Um. I'm also re- been trying to retweet and reblog more stuff for the both the Tumblr and the the uh, Twitter. Okay, right on, right on. So yeah, uh, that that's one of the things. Uh, Glitch text just I don't know looks interesting. It's all on Netflix, so I don't think it's a like weekly yeah. show. Uh, I really, really, really want to talk about Rise of the TMNT because every time I see a clip of it, I go, "God, this animation's fucking gorgeous." Oh yeah, well yeah, I. How many seasons is it now? Three. Ooh. It's over, I think. Oh, it, it is. Yeah, there was a finale, Uh-oh. I believe. So. Well, we'll we'll do a little more. We'll we'll confirm that, and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ninja Turtles is a whole fucking thing. Yeah, we. I thought what we could we could do a Ninja Turtles month. Hmm. Maybe where uh, we do. Uh, just like one month at some point. I don't know, maybe like an anniversary or something. Where uh I mean anniversary for Ninja Turtle, like the yeah. month that came out or whatever. What um, if I have sorry, thought go on. What if we have the Ninja Turtle month, yes? Yeah. We talk about one ninja we talk about like one episode we talk about the eighty series and two then an episode we talk about two and three series. But when we talk about each of these Ninja Turtles things, we talk about a Ninja Turtles ripoff also. <laughs> oh, that 
could be good. I was thinking rather than uh, rather than that, we would cut it down to one series an episode and do one month of weekly episodes, all Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we could do that too. Because um, we only do like two episodes a month. Yeah, it's true. Uh, just that's the nature of doing a bi-weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and be good for testing out that format if we wanted to cut it down to one mm-hmm. episode or one show, an episode. The, yeah, the one I really want to talk about most is um Rise. No, uh, O three. Oh, O three. Oh, okay. Because that's my that's my favorite. Gotcha. Turtle show. Uh, for sure. It like I okay I. I say I grew up with the 80s show because big air quotes, I wasn't born yeah. in, in the 80s, but I but Turtles was, of course, it's still, still. Yeah, it, re, it, was, it re-ran. And yeah, re-ran, and I, of course, I uh, rented videos and stuff from like Blockbuster and the local oh, yeah. VHS, the local video store, and watched it that way. Same thing with Thundercats, but the, also Thundercats re-aired on fucking... Um, Cartoon Network. Uh, yeah, Toonami, yeah. Toonami specifically, yeah. Yeah, that's how I watched it. Same. Uh, yeah, that I... I saw maybe two or three episodes of uh, the 80s series. Like, I just didn't know what channel it re-ran on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my primary Turtles growing up was uh, The Last Mutation. Oh, you poor sweet baby. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Oh, oh, and the Archie comics. Okay, those. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mostly knew Ninja Turtles because I had a like since like preschool. I had a Ninja Turtles lunchbox. I was just like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. It's like that brand. It's like that brand. You know, yeah. even though you, it's it was so within the cultural zeitgeist. You know, it was so established by it. The show came out in 87 and it was so deeply established by the time I was born in 90 that it just it was always there. Mm-hmm. It, it's like for kids born in like, let's say, 82, 83, uh, a couple years after He-Man came out. I'm pretty sure yeah. He-Man was the same sort of thing in the 80s as Ninja Turtles was in the 90s. Hmm. So... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that was a yeah. Yeah, uh, a little peeling back the curtain, a little, a little inside baseball there for you. Uh, I like inside baseball conversations on podcasts. I do too. It, I do. Uh, I don't understand people who don't like it, but whatever. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we're 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 playing with the format a little, and I'm up. We're 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 trying. We're young. And we're figuring things out. Finding our sea legs. Yeah. Uh, but this week, hey, let's hear a preview of what we got this week. But what is best in life? The open step. Three thoughts. Falcons at your wrist. And the wind in your hair. Wrong! Conan, what is best in life? Cheese toast? That is good. Cheese toast. That's right, Dave. Cheese toast. Mm, I could. 
You know, I could actually go for some cheese toast. Hell yeah. Mmm, cheese toast. You know what I did? Uh, okay, so when we're recording this, Passover has like just ended. Mm. Yes, like last night, Passover ended. Ah, uh, but yeah, thank you. Uh, but the night before Passover started, or the night before the day of the first night of Passover, Jewish holidays are hard to explain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the day before the first night of Passover, uh, oh. for our last uh, Chometz dinner, which is the bread dinner, I made hot dogs. Hmm. Uh, which I know doesn't sound fancy to most people, but my mom doesn't like having hot dogs a lot. And mm -hmm. I don't like to really use the cookware if I'm not making something for the both of us. Mm -hmm. And it's really just hot dogs and hamburgers that require cookware. Hmm. We're not really a home-cooked family. We mostly eat frozen meals. Um, yeah, I cook a lot. Yeah. I, mm, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, there, there's a Weird dynamic between me and my mom. It's fine. Don't we need, uh, no need to no need to air personal laundry. Yeah. Uh but uh so I made hot dogs and I toasted the buns. Mm, delicious. But I did it somewhere I'd never done it. Usually if I toast buns, I'd either stick them in a toaster or a toaster oven. But I just I was making uh like freezer fries at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just stuck the buns in there with the fries in yeah. the oven. And uh, ooh, ooh. Delightful. Who needs a toaster when you got an oven? Yeah, I mean, that's what I do with my uh, cheese toasts. Yeah. Just put a little put a little butter on it, just and then, you know, let it toast, and then put the cheese on it, and then, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I like toast. Toast is good. I just like, I like cheese. <laughs> cheese is good. Girl I had cheese. so much cheese this past week, though. I had a lot of beans. Oh. We had a lot of chili. I also made cheddar broccoli oh, rice yesterday. Yeah, I made, yeah. I made cheddar broccoli rice yesterday. I had like a frozen TV dinner of a chicken tikka masala. Mmm. Yeah, I like tikka masala, but just from the freezer. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I made chili. Uh, my sibling made some uh, chick. It's basically like chicken noodle soup, kind of. Hell yeah. And then I made cheddar broccoli rice. We have stuff to make um, spaghetti. Ooh, spaghetti. Spaghetti. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about off topic. Uh see this is this is what we call natural conversation as opposed to forcing the <laughs> the week. Yeah, we, we we just haven't talked in a while. Yeah. Other than, uh, D, other than D and D, yeah. Yeah, but we, we try we stay more on topic in D and D than we do on this podcast. I mean, you know. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh did you wanna? Did you have anything you wanted to talk about other than like Ducktales and Owl House? 
I've well, uh, you know, it's been a couple of weeks, so we'll uh, we'll just give like an update if anything foundational has happened. I lost my job. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty is a hell of a year. You're not alone, my guy. Oh yeah, no, I'm with the five million. Total twenty two million. Total twenty two. God damn. Because, Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's uh about fifteen percent. Just about. And uh down here in America's asshole, Florida. Oh we, boy. Uh, our uh shitty governor made the unemployment thing really hard to use. <laughs> no, it's not that it's hard to use, it's that it doesn't have the server support to support this many people at once. But also, oh yeah, it's put, also shitty to use. They man. they fudged the numbers so that they could. Oh, of course they did. God damn it! Decisions. So they could say that unemployment was not as high. I fucking hate Florida. I fucking hate the state. I fucking hate living in the South. <sighs> anyway, let's uh, let's move on from that. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, lost my job. Been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, like pretty much most of the nation, I imagine. Yeah, Animal Crossing came out at a good time, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say it couldn't have come out at a better time. <laughs> <laughs> Just got my basement yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, yeah. I mean, this would be a great time to start streaming. Yeah, would be. Yeah. Nothing's stopping you. Executive dysfunction. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, um, I'm about nine tenths joking. Yeah, no, I feel it though. Yeah. Um, is that? Do you have anything else? I uh, did some painting. Uh, some action figure. I, I finally busted out the paint and my action figure customization. But nice. that that's that's it. I haven't really watched anything worth talking about. Uh, I planted clovers. You planted clovers? Yes. Did you know you can eat clovers? I thought clovers were weeds. <sighs> okay. Weeds. Weeds. I, I'm b- b- doing the big air quotes here. Are the crabgrass. Quote, they're quote unquote undesirable plants for the modern lawn. Like, oh. like dandelions. Dandelions are weeds. Dandelions make, are pretty. They make a nice tea. They do make a nice tea. And you can eat them. Same thing with clovers. You can, eat clovers. You can eat clovers. You can. They're, they? like, they're like spinach. Oh. Do they taste like spinach? Um, They taste like any bitter leafy green. So yeah. I, imagine they, I imagine they taste pretty similar to spinach. All right. Um, I heard Hardly they're really never yeah. been my thing. I don't know. I just I like clovers. Yeah, clovers are nice, and I can eat them. Yeah. Uh, the main thing that I've been watching, other than you know, the, what we're gonna talk about, what we're gonna talk about. Uh, watched a lot of Lupin the Third. Oh well, hey, you know we gotta you, you gonna have to slow your roll there. No, but I know. If, if you bring that up, 
you're contractually obligated to get KP up here. I feel like he sneezed somewhere just now. Oh, yeah, he knows. He senses it. Yeah. And that's who I've been watching it with. Oh, okay. So oh, along with um another friend, uh, my DM and my other game, uh, Blake. Oh, okay. okay. We've been wa- I've been watching with them and KP because I'm like, eh, I wasn't doing anything this couple of nights, and they were watching Lupin. Nice, I just, nice. I just hung out with them and watched Lupin for a, quite a few nights. We watched part four and part five, uh, and. We were gonna watch one of the movies. We might watch Red Jacket because I haven't seen Red Jacket. Hmm. I've actually, I've actually seen Red Jacket. Okay. That that was the Lupin that I was first exposed to because it was dubbed on uh, Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah that that that's the one I saw too. Then. Yeah, because uh, the original Lupin is like really fucking old, like sixties. Yeah. A uh, green jacket. Yeah. It's green, red, pink. Then the current Lupin is Blue Jacket. Yeah. Which is part four and part five. Okay. Uh, Part four was fucking wild. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Um, I'm just going to say this phrase, and I'm not going to give you any context. Okay. Leonardo da Vinci is a pillar man. And that's all the context you get. Uh, and that's all the context you get for part four. Immortal vampire. Leonardo da Vinci. Kind of. It's a lot. I can dig it. Uh, other than that. um, Okay. I know we weren't. I know I wanted to try and keep this on the image, but there's a story that I have to tell you. Oh, boy. I when I went down a YouTube hole. Have you heard the story of Rosie the Great White Shark? No. Okay. So, Old Wildlife Park in uh-huh. Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. An urban explorer Melbourne? about five, six years. Melbourne. 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 It's Melbourne, Melbourne there, mate. Melbourne, oh, that's Australia. a real bad Australian accent I got, eh? Yeah, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, we're, we we shouldn't do accents. We're not great at it. No. Australian Melbourne. My... It's Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, so, Melbourne, Australia. And there was a, a video about five, six years ago where an urban explorer went into this wildlife, uh, old wildlife, abandoned wildlife park. Mm-hmm. He opened up this big old garage. And inside of this garage was a giant tank filled with formaldehyde and chemicals and a preserved 15-meter great white shark. Oh, okay. Named Rosie. Rosie. Rosie the shark. Uh, that the shark gained, of course, international fame because, you know. She had a talk show on Nickelodeon. She had a talk show on Nickelodeon. Uh, a lot of people would come by and, like, you know, mess with the tank. You know, it yeah. it, it beca- eventually became a public health hazard. <laughs> yeah. Because the tank is filled with, you know, formaldehyde and other various chemicals. Yeah, yeah. And they couldn't exactly get her out easily because when they put her in, they 
but the, instead of like pushing her into the door like you think they would, they actually lifted her. When they built the building, they lifted her up through the roof and then put the roof on. Mm. So it wouldn't be easy to get her out. Mm. And then she gained a bunch of fame and then, you know, the whole place was considered dangerous. And eventually, a uh, I believe it's Crystal Springs um, Wildlife Preserve bought her. And now she is uh, on full display as a um, attraction there. Huh. More you know. Yeah, that's... Wild story. (laughs) Damn. Thought that was interesting, so I wanted to mention it. Yeah, that's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, I can can send you the video later. Please, I'm genuinely fascinated by this i i i know i i'm not the most expressive person so i know i don't probably sound interested but i am yeah no it's it's one of those like how can i not want to know what this is about <laughs> yeah I, i'm also just kind of blind so this is like huh. yeah right yeah it's one of those things where um you, you the youtube suggests you something you're like oh good job youtube <laughs> <laughs> You did a good thing for once. Yeah. Instead of keep still suggesting me John Tron videos. Yes. Yeah. yeah that, that I had that earlier today. Uh, Go away. Anyway. Uh, I, I remember one thing I wanted to mention, actually. I'm sorry. No, uh, go ahead. Steal your role. Uh, but uh, we're probably, this doesn't fall into our usual, like, thing we're both talking about because we're both watching it at the same time thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, there were four new episodes of uh, Craig in the Creek that dropped. Ah. And uh, I won't go into the details on them. Fucking watch Craig in the Creek. That's a good-ass cartoon. I've heard. I have heard. Yeah, well, listeners, fucking watch it. Uh, yeah. Just Fucking do it. Oh man, you know, I there's another thing that I do want to mention. Okay. Uh this also involves KP. Alrighty. So in addition in the time in the time that we've been taking break, other than watching Lupin with KP and been with uh, Blake, we also got we dragged KP down to the basement, locked the doors and the windows. And then patted the couch. And we said, come join us, KP, as we watch Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. <laughs> Turned another <laughs> one to your dark ways. I haven't. He's in now. He can't escape. He's watched all of Blade Works. He'll watch all of Blade Works with us. You're a horrible person. I know. <laughs> He, he enjoyed uh, it. Uh, it was a fun time. He really did enjoy it. I have decided not for next episode, but I know a theme episode that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's Apocrypha and Clone mm-hmm. High. Oh, boy. It's fun with historical figures. <laughs> Different kinds of fun. Yeah. 
I know nothing about Apocrypha. I think I watched like the first two or three episodes of Apocrypha. I, I know nothing about it. It did not grab me, but. Oh, man, I love Apoc. Yeah, I, I just I like Joan of Arc. Like as a historical figure, I think she's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she hated Jews, but, you know, whatever. I mean, there's no evidence to say she did. So, yeah. You know. I mean, it's just pretty good guess that, you know, devout Catholic who, uh, you know, thinks God's talking her probably uh, not crazy about my people. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think I just think she's neat. Just think she's neat. Uh, she is neat. She's yeah. one of the main characters of Apoc. So that that's why I wanted to watch Apoc. Uh, yeah. And that's also why I want to pair it with Clone High because Clone High, like the best character in that show is Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, I haven't watched it, but you know what came out? What? Cleopatra in Space. That already came out. I've only seen previews still. I think, it, I think it, I think it came out. I think it came out. I haven't watched it, but I think it came out. Where? Hulu? 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 Possibly. You know what? I'm going to... I'm, I'm looking it up right now. In space. No. Okay. It's not out yet. Uh, it's not on Hulu. Oh, well. I kept thinking it was Hulu. I'm just Googling it. Yeah. What channel does this air on? That's what I need to know. Peacock, which is NPC's uh, streaming thing. Of course. I fault. Everybody has to have one now. Yeah. Which means it probably is out. Yeah, probably. Hmm. <sighs> There are other ways to watch it. Yeah, no, there are. So yeah, uh, that that so Cleopatra in space is out, but we haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it was one of the things we were looking forward to. So I wanted to like, hey, is it probably it's out now? I think. Yeah, as far as we know, it is. <laughs> as far as we know. Yeah, but uh, as I'm of the recording it. of this podcast, I think NBC has some good sitcoms on it, but. Uh... No, I don't. I don't want their streaming service. Does it have "I Love Nettie"? I I, I don't know what that is. I was I was making a David the Brand joke. I love Nettie. Was the the episode where he when Ned Freshman came back with the sitcom? Uh, uh, it's been like a week, dude. <laughs> It actually hasn't. You said you finished it today. No, I finished Conan. Today. Oh, right. Right. I well, tackle anyway. one series a week. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to talk about Owl House and the Tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. One other thing. Uh, Harley Quinn season two started. Neat. Uh, still interesting. Good. 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 Uh, we'll leave it at that. So, yeah, uh, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, Owl House and DuckTales Season 3 so far. Woo! 
way back on to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of Acme Podcasts Incorporated. <laughs> uh, we'll be, uh, this is the part where we talk about uh, the ongoing series that we're both watching and excited about in this case. Usually, it's uh, Don't Mess With Azokin and Owl House, but neither of us are caught up on Azokin. It's over, so we're probably gonna do that next week and finish it up. Yeah, we'll we'll do it like that. And uh, but Owl House, it's hit its mid mid season finale, but mm-hmm. we haven't finished talking about up to the mid season finale, and we're both caught up on that, so we will talk about that. But yep. Ducktales season three started, so we will it also did. be discussing that. Lots of juicy. Juicy tidbits. Talk about on both sides of this equation. DuckTales is shorter, so I think we should start with DuckTales. Okay. It's just three episodes. Yeah, but a lot. There's a lot to talk about in these know, three episodes. I, I know, I know, but it's oh, five man. episodes of. Yeah, yeah. Five episodes. And of, I'm not. I'm not arguing that we shouldn't. We shouldn't start with DuckTales. I'm just saying, like you say that, but like. I know it's dense. It's, it's a lot. Dense. It's, There's it's like so a chocolate much cake. There's so much that happens in these three episodes alone. Yeah, it's moist and it's dense. Mmm. Like chocolate cake. And it gave me the only thing I never knew I needed, but so desperately love having now. Mm-hmm. Max and Roxanne's prom photo. Ah. <laughs> I see. That's all the I sh- care about. The ship. He shouts from the rooftops. The ship. It's oh God. It. I think it's the only th- one of two things that I genuinely ship, like wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. Everybody has I, one. I have two. At least one. Yeah. I just Goofy movie is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love it so much and I'm looking at the, the screenshot right now of the photos and... yeah <sighs> okay remember how when we talked about the season 2 we talked about boy I hope Huey has a character arc in this season who boy yeah Hugh boy Hugh boy who starting off strong with the first episode with Huey's basically questioning his entire character. You know? Yeah. It's the senior junior woodchucks. Wait, isn't that Dewey? I thought no. No, it's That's Huey. That's right, Huey. God, I get them so confused. I did when I was a little kid, and I still do today. God fucking damn it. Red is the hue of the hat. Oh, and Dewey does the thing. Yep. And Louis loves money. There you go. Yeah, that, that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Dewey had a character arc in season one. Louis had one in season two. It looks like we're 
Huey is going to get something this season. Yeah. Uh, well, I, he got something in senior challenge of the senior junior woodchucks. I feel like it's setting up a character arc for him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, uh, uh, oh, I forgot her name. Violet. Stork. Violet. She's literally Violet. And I can yes. never remember her goddamn name. Can we talk about can we talk about her gay dads? Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. She's got two gay her her two dads. Her two dads. Uh, uh wearing a shirt that says I'm with dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh Woo. Yeah. Uh it's very good. Also Violet herself continues to be a very good and fun character. Yeah, I like her like attempting smack talk. Yeah. I also like that there's like a bit of mirroring in the girl gang and the triplets. Yeah, yeah, totally. I guess that me okay, then who's who? Lena's Louie because Lina, she's cynical. Yeah, Lena's Louie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Webby is Dewey because yep. she's very enthusiastic. And Violet is Huey. Yeah. They found their Huey. Yeah. Can we? Do, I really hope we get another episode just about them. I really do hope that. I I could honestly go for an entire spinoff of just them. I've got a question. What's up? How did Doofus Drake get badges? Oof. He probably paid them. Yeah. Also, like we got to see a little the boy bot again. Yeah, thought. Th- Little robot boys, a scout. Yep, it's cute. Yeah, I like the robot boy. Also, we're setting up the the arc of this season. Other than, other than foul, the the things need to be uh, Finchley. Yeah, her lost treasures. Uh, and they reference an episode that I vividly remember from the original season, which is the um harp of uh oh, what's it called? The harp of shit. I need to remember the name of the episode because I remember that episode from the original series, and it's they set it up in this season because it's one of the artifacts that's missing. Yeah. Uh, Ducktales. The Lost Harp of Nirvana. The Lost Hop Hop Harp. The Lost Harp of Nirvana. 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 M E R. Okay. Um, the second episode was the um, the, the quack pack. That's that's that episode was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was it's a the lot. one that gave me the the only thing I wanted and <laughs> needed. <laughs> I loved at the end. I was like, wait, Goofy was here the whole time. Of course, you can't ever get rid of a guest star. <laughs> Gorsh. We did get to see Pete and PJ. In those we photos did. too. Oh, in the photo, fo- yeah, the photos, yeah. We saw, we saw PJ. Yeah. But and but everybody's shouting from the rooftops. Where's Peg? I ain't. They they ain't alone. I'm up there. They. They rise to the top of the highest building in Duckburg and go milf 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 <laughs> milf. Also, just like having someone who takes Pete down a peg. A peg? <laughs> ah, 
fuck. Hmm. Does Pete does Pete get pegged? <laughs> I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about any of their bedroom activities. Uh, uh, anyway. Can I take this moment? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I know we're talking about DuckTales, but can I take this moment to talk about a, uh, a video I saw or... Something about Goofy. Mm-hmm. So there is a theory that there was a video. I don't remember who put it out. I don't. Maybe it was a conversation we had. But I remember listening to someone talk at length about how Goofy has a dead wife and son. Uh-huh. And Max is a second son. And mm. moving to Spoonerville. And they moved to Spoonerville to start a goof troop because his wife and son had died and they're pulling this theory from the fact that in the old uh, goofy cartoons, you know, the ones where he's like filling yeah. in as an everyman, mm-hmm. there were ones where he had a wife and son and a son named goofy junior, mm. not max. God, I hate those theories. Yeah. I really hate it. And I just want to provide a counter theory. Mm-hmm. That goofy is not Goof Troop and DuckTales Goofy. No. no. DuckTales and Goof Troop Goofy is Goofy Jr. Blah, blah, blah. A rig- Goofy Sr. has aged. Maybe he's alive, maybe he's not. Who knows? Who knows if his wife is alive or not? But the Goofy we know is the one from the old 50s, 60s, 70s cartoons yeah. as Goofy Jr. I feel like there's a lot to fuck him. Okay, I think the, the two episodes that have the most to unpack are the Quackfack episode and the Foul episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. But I just yeah, yeah. I just had to I just felt like I had to lay that down. Anyway, no, no, that's, that's fine. Oh, boy. I really appreciate having all the old outfits for a lot of the characters in yeah. the Quackfack episode. I'm sad that Daisy wasn't there. She's going to come. She'll I know. Be here. I know. I just, I want Daisy so bad. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it have been wild if like Daisy was a product of the sitcom wish and somehow she had survived and became her own character? No, I, I don't like that narrative. Yeah, me neither. I think I, my, fir- my favorite thing that happened in that episode was like, did you realize how none of the rooms have a fourth wall? <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you ever looked at it? <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. I like that. I like that a lot. And of course, we got the genie from the uh, the, the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm surprised they pulled that trigger right away, considering it was he was from a movie. Yeah, I feel like. There's not a lot of ground to tread there with the genie. Well, I mean, there was an entire movie about him. Yeah, and that's why there was <laughs> the movie. They don't need to remake the movie in the show. They're going to remake some episodes, though, like the Harper Mervana. Oh, yeah. Because I remember well, that episode. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I know they will. I mean, there's going to be some reuse, but I don't feel like there's a point in taking something that was a movie and bringing it down to a two or three parter. 
Fair enough. Especially because they've already done a couple lamp-based episodes. Eh, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Freaking uh, what was I gonna say? There was a really good reference to the movie though, in that episode, when the genie turns into the little kid for half a second. Oh yeah. That was like part of his disguise in the original film. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the fil- the the film. <laughs> hey, where's Duckworth, by the way? Didn't he get banished? Did he? I thought he got banished somewhere in Moonvasion. I think he just left. Yeah. Like, peace out, dog. Yeah. I don't know. There there Maybe. hasn't been a lot in the mansion. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, oh, freaking oh. Dell is in the intro now. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. I liked I appreciated that. Yeah, it was very very good. Yeah. And of course, creepy humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, those humans were unsettling. I mean they I mean, you know, that was that was the intent. Yeah, yeah, no no no. It definitely yeah. And they boy howdy did they achieve that intent. They remind me of the humans from Mighty Ducks. Similar. Oh yeah. Style, you know. You picking, you picking up what I'm put. You picking up. What yeah, I'm yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, mm-hmm. you, 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 you have more association with that cartoon than I, even though I mm-hmm. loved that cartoon when I was a kid. I just it was never on when I was watching TV. Mm-hmm. Uh. Am I? Is it? Am I having a? Is it a fever dream? But did their ma- the the team owner or the manager or whatever he was? Did he look like John Candy? A little bit. Okay. He looked like a younger John Candy. Okay. I just I for some reason have a very like vivid memory of thinking, just knowing, even as a look at, oh, that's John Candy. Mm-hmm. That's Uncle I mean, Buck. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I thought we were gonna ask about like one of the wild episodes from the show. I haven't seen enough of the show. I saw the uh, the two parter that opened it. I think that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He, he's kind of John Candy. Is he, he's voiced by Jim Belushi? Oh, okay. Come on, baby. You know. God, I hate Jim Belushi. I love Jim Belushi. <laughs> He's his voice is great. He's good in supporting roles. I mean, that's a supporting role. Yeah, also, no, no, don't, also, don't get. Okay. He was also the coach in Hey Arnold. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Goddamn. Mm-hmm. He's good in supporting roles. He's not good as like like fucking as told by Jim or whatever. Eh. Or Turner. Was he Turner and Hooch, or was he that? One that wasn't Turner and Hooch. Stroker and Hoop. You mean Stroker and Hoop? Yeah, Stroker and Hoop. Yeah, that's what that was called. I remember that show. No, 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 a movie. It was a movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the the, the animated show that was like a t- t- freaking parody of. The... No, 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 no. There was an animated 
there there were two cop and dog movies, and one was Turner and Hooch, and the other one was like Canine or something. Yeah, Turner and Hooch was um that was Tom Hanks. Yeah, that was Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't a cop movie, was it? That was the dog is rich. It, no, no, it was a buddy cop movie, but the buddy was a dog. Okay. God. Okay. Sorry. Jim Belushi was in another one of those, and mm-hmm. it was bad. It was very bad. Yep. Oh. And sorry. Go on. No, no, no. I'm, I was going to go back to Ducktales, but let's finish. Yes, this. that's what I was going to do too. <laughs> uh, Double O Duck in You Only Cat Crash Twice. Oh man, this episode is dense. Okay, I'm so. Where's Steelbeak from? Darkwing Duck. He's Darkwing Duck. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, he was originally a, a he was an agent of foul in Darkwing Duck. Okay. And he's completely different here. Uh, in Darkwing Duck, he was like more of a smarmy, sarcastic, like actually intelligent, and he was voiced by Rob Paulson. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, they completely changed him here to just be like a big dumb idiot. Yeah. He's evil launchpad. Yeah, evil launchpad. <laughs> Checkmate. Well played. Was it though? <laughs> <laughs> Was it really? <laughs> uh, okay, do you know the deal with Double O Duck? Yeah, I it's so familiar. Okay, so in the original DuckTales, there is an episode called Double O Duck. Okay. And it's about Launchpad taking the place of a super secret agent that looks exactly like him. I remember this now, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's sort of the reference with the smart launchpad is like, you know, the having the super secret competent agent that looks exactly like that launchpad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I and remember then- that. I, yeah. That that was sort of a weird test pilot for Launchpad to get his own spinoff series called Double O Duck. God, he so deserves it. And then what happened was is that we we're like, oh, let's make the spy duck thing in the same duck verse, right? And then Duckburg, or not then, Duckburg, uh, and then the, then eventually that evolved, that evolved into Darkwing Duck. Yeah, yeah. But as as we've mentioned before, in a uh, there was a podcast I listened to that had an interview with the creator of Darkwing Duck. They nope. are separate universes. I can't get over that. Yeah. Even though there's an episode with Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck exists in both universes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess in that universe, Launchpad isn't Scrooge's pilot, somebody else. Yeah. In that universe, it's Della. Oh, yeah. I can live with that. And. You know how okay, Goofy was a cameo, but the Rescue Rangers were a cameo, capital C cameo. Yeah, they were a plot device. I'm like, that's it. That's all I get. Now they'll be back. You know they'll be back. I just wanted to. I wanted them to talk. They'll be back. I'm positive they'll be back. They, if that's all, if. These cameos are all we're getting from these characters. Oh, I'm going to be so angry. I'm also going to be big mad. Because 
it'd be one thing if they were making them as backdoor pilots. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd want Rescue Rangers to come back. I would love Rescue Rangers to come back. I'd love Goof Troop to come back, though. I don't really know what else he could do with Goof Troop. Yeah, I think Goof Troop is it's it's an animated sitcom. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know, man. I, I don't maybe play with the movie characters a little. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't mind an episode of DuckTales that was just an episode of Goof Troop. Oh, I'd love it. Like Can that... you picture mm-hmm. uh, Scrooge in a pissing match with uh, Pete? Yeah. Over who um, has the fancier gadgets? and Ooh. I would love an episode where um, basically what happens is, is that Goofy and or Pete move into the neighborhood. <laughs> And Donald has to Donald has to deal with Goofy and Pete. I feel I feel like Goofy and Donald don't really have issues. No, not okay. When I say deal with Goofy, I mean in the sense that Goofy accidentally causes problems because he's Goofy. That's true. He's clumsy. I'd also really love a fucking um uh what's that a home improvement thing where Goofy is the guy behind the fence talking to Donald about his problem. Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. Oh, that would be so good. Really funny. Also, I I just like the idea of there's Storkules, but Goofy is Donald's real best friend. Come on. If Goofy and Storkules would get along really well. They would they would there people would expect there to be like a rivalry like no i am mm-hmm. donald I, I forgot donald's name uh, <laughs> but no they just be they're they're just both so dummies uh, we we mentioned it earlier but the moment where goofy talks to donald and shows him all the family photos and talks yeah. about family and stuff is genuinely one of the most heartwarming things in this entire show. For sure. I teared up a little. Uh, you and me both, bud. Man, It's just like, man, I love Goofy. He's my favorite. He's still he, my favorite. He's still my favorite, too. At least favorite Disney character. Yeah, I want, I hope Mickey shows up. I could live without Mickey. Mickey's no, the only I, one I don't care about. I want him as a, I want him I want him to make a quick cameo and then never be seen again. I don't need him to be there all the time. Yeah. I I just I think Disney doesn't want Mickey there is the thing. Oh, oh. You know who I want to show up so bad? Who? Morgana from Darkwing Duck. I love her. Dude, you know what? Yeah, it's right. You don't know Darkwing Duck as well. That's right. Yeah. I watched a lot of Darkwing Duck as a kid, but it, it was another one of those situations where it was like one of five episodes. Oh. Uh. I'm, I'm looking it up right now to see. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. 
Uh, also, I hope that the um, the Hush agents, the the Q from Dark Green Duck shows up. I forget his name. The he was the leader of Hush. I hope he shows up too. I'm looking it up. Hmm. Shush. It was shush, by the way. Yeah, shush. Yeah, shush. Uh, Jay Gander Hooter. Yeah, Jay Gander. Goose. Yeah, Jay Gander. Yeah. Uh, there was Vladimir Gudinov Grizzlikov. Yeah, I remember Grizzlikov. Uh, Dr. Sarah Bellum. Of... <sighs> How many shows are going to use that joke? I don't know. Too many. It's a good one, though. Powerpuff Girls, Darkwing Duck, Carmen Sandiego. Yep. Derek Blunt. Most bald eagle, whatever. Yep. Wait, bald eagle with a British accent? Hmm. That's weird. Uh, then there's the Darkwing Squad. Uh, yep, that's the, the Justice Gear, League. Darkwing Dodo, Darkwing Dog, Darkwing Donkey. Hey. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about... There's also a Justice League episode of Darkwing Duck. Oh. Where he teams up with Gizmo Duck, a a fish woman who's basically Namor and, yeah. and Stegmut. <laughs> huh. The, dino, the dinosaur man. Yeah. It's a very good episode. Because that's when um, Quackerjack, Megavolt, uh, the Liquidator, and Negaduck team up too. Of course. Uh, anyway. Um, These shows are good. They are. I'm looking forward to the inevitable Mega, Negaduck episode in this season. Ooh, any time Jim Cummings gets to go off the rails, I'm happy. The other reference that I noticed in these three episodes, yeah, the bird that uh, led them to the treasure. Uh huh. That that bird was from Three Caballeros. Oh, I thought that looked familiar. Yep, oh. it was either from Caballeros or Soludos Amigos. Okay. It was from one of the one of one of those. Yeah, I believe. That makes sense. There was one other thing. One of the uh, hush aid, not hush, uh, foul agents that uh, Launchpad knocks out, mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of the goalie, not the goalie, the um, the big duck from uh, the Mighty Ducks. Grin. Grin. Yeah, kind of reminded me of Grin. Pain is an illusion. An illusion that really hurts. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's your favorite character in Mighty Ducks? Uh, it's a tough one. I don't know. I like the brother. Oh, Nosedive? Yeah, Nosedive. The Michelangelo? Yeah, the, the Mikeys were always my favorite when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to really, I'd have to really watch it again. Well, we will one day. Yeah, one day. Anything else to say about DuckTales? 
Uh, DuckTales good. DuckTales good. Watch DuckTales. Yeah. Uh, so Owl House. Oh boy. Ah. Oh, we boy. are talking about Hootie's moving castle on to Escape of the Palisman. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had one thing I really, really wanted to say that I knew I wanted to say, so I wrote it down in all caps. Okay. Um, loose, big, by energy. Mm, yeah. The episode with Amity's siblings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest by energy ever. Fuck. Yeah. Look at this baby bi. Yeah, Look at her. She doesn't know which one she likes more until she doesn't like either of them. I love her. Lou's good. Lou's very good. Lou's good, but also Amity really good. Amity. Amity promising. Amity very promising. Normally, it takes like a whole season for them to do like the bully gets the, the redemption heel face turn thing. But this is. Yeah. She's way more. <sighs> I mean, they already introduced the new bully. Yeah. Um, but the thing about Amity is, I remember someone being like, it was like one of those image macros. It was like Pacifica, and what she was like, "Who are you?" And Amity was like, "I'm you, but way more subtle and better written." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is good writing for a character like Amity. Yeah, it really is. Oh, man. This is good. This, this is, is how you do it. Yeah, it really is. This show is phenomenal. Uh, okay, so so before we get... So, starting with Hootie's moving hassle. Uh, yeah, that was, just, that was just a fun episode, really. Yeah. I, it's not, it introduced us to the hunters, right? Oh, yeah, the demon hunter guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also just great Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga reference. Design. Yeah, and um, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, we also got <laughs> sort of like this is more more about in the Palisman episode, but like Edith's curse is not, you know, that's not going to be going away anytime soon. You know, no, it, it's not a one and done. I think that's probably our second most important plot, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did really like that. I'm glad we're getting more with Gus and um, Luce and the uh, freaking um, Willow. Willow, yeah, because they really need to like do more with them as a group and as friends. I remember I was editing the last episode of our show, and uh, we mm -hmm. were both lamenting that we hope Gus gets more because right now mm -hmm. he's kind of just a blank canvas and i feel like we've already gone a little more with him yeah yeah he did we got an entire episode that focused on him yeah that was uh super something ventured something framed or something ventured yeah. someone framed yeah um and i also was never expecting freaking um loose to actually join the academy anytime soon i mm... I think these. It didn't catch me unawares. Uh huh. It felt 
kind of like I I never really thought about it, but it it just it felt like the more natural progression to me personally, because mm-hmm. magic is a very academic thing, right? Yeah. Like some of it is you learn by feeling, you have to feel the magic, but some of it, most of it is like learning forms and basic rule structures and stuff like that. And that's not what Ida's good at teaching. She's mm-hmm. better at life advice and yeah. better in quotes. Uh, some of what she says is good. The anti authoritarian run by your own flag. I stand by that pretty strong, but yeah, she's not a teacher. And so it felt like a natural move for Luz to end up in the school. Yeah, I want to say this. Freaking, I was surprised by how... It's really easy to make a principal that's a bad guy. Yeah. Bump isn't a bad guy. No. He's just a... He's just a rules guy. He's just a he's he wants children to follow the rules, but he also wants them to like learn. Have, learn. Yeah. He genuinely is a a good principal. He is an educator first. Yeah, he's an educator first, and he doesn't get let his personal grievances get in the way of teaching well, someone. A little bit. He he. A little, uh, little bit. It, there was a little bit of vindictiveness, and yeah. You no, know, I but did. I did like cool. seeing. Baby Ida. Yeah. Oh, Baby Ida was very fun and mm-hmm. true Hellion. Yeah. Okay. I want to get to to the other episode that I don't have much to say about before I start to unpack some of the the Freaky Friday episode. <laughs> oh, uh, Once Upon a Swap. Yeah. Not a lot to say about that other than I didn't think we'd see Lilith again so soon. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't really like body swap episodes. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a lot to say about that either. I'm, I mean, it's one of those episodes where, like, get it out of the way right now. Yeah, I would have preferred if that was, like, episode three. Mm-hmm. Just have okay. it way out of the way. Sorry. Okay, Okay. Well, did we all learn a valuable lesson about living in each other's shoes? Uh-huh. Okay, great. <laughs> I feel... Yeah. Yeah, It. it's... It's... Yeah. yeah, I did like the joke where where Ida was in King's body, and King was like, "This is giving me a lot of confusing feelings." <laughs> uh, mm. but anyway, the, the, there wasn't much. I didn't have too much to say about that one, so I wanted to just be like, "Get out of here!" Other than you know, could just glad to see Lilith again. Glad to continue that plot thread a little, but not too much to say. Yeah, uh, the escape of the palacemen. Oh, I was glad to see the Bat Queen again. I think the Bat Queen was cool as hell, and she was definitely the giant palacemen, right? Yeah, she's the giant palacemen. No, no, no. I mean the giant that. Oh, the giant. The corpse that the rotting isles, the the boiling Mm. isles, are in. Mm, didn't think about that yeah like I feel like 
I don't see anyone talking about this show. I don't know why. I it must have a fandom that go to I just, go to Tumblr, my guy. Okay, I don't want to. Uh, I well, don't like fandom. I just like to see people sometimes talking about a show. Um, the there's a guy on YouTube called the Next Big Thing who does breakdowns of Ducktales and the House. So, okay. If you wanna, if you want some of that content, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I just like to see fan art every so often. You know well, what I mean? T- t- Tungler. <laughs> no, thank you. No. Well, well uh, too bad. Is any, Okay. Well, you're more tied to... Is anyone theorizing anything with that giant corpse? Uh, I've, I've mostly feels... seen... The, the, most, the most stuff that has theories about it right now is obviously who cursed Ida and what's the deal with that. That's the big, big question everyone's on. Also, what's the deal with the, the the Emperor's Coven? Those are the two big questions that people are theorizing about right now. Okay. I I feel like the giant is going to play a big part. Yeah, totally. Maybe not this season. But in the series overall. I like the Palisman episode because one, we got more stuff with, you know, Ida and King having some character development and the demon stuff and possibly the Ida's curse is tied to her emotional state. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, people are theorizing that why is she suddenly having this problem now when the elixir worked before? People theorize that the guy... Remember that weird pig guy who like gave her the, the elixir because he ran out? Yeah. And he tried to cut her deal with her? People think that he might have fucked with the elixir giver. Oh, interesting. So that might be the reason why it went. It's not working as well anymore. Maybe. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, and I'm and the but the big question mark on people's minds is who cursed Ida? What's the deal with the curse? And also, what's the deal with the fucking coven? Those are the big ones for everyone right now. It seems. Um, I have a feeling Ida or Lilith dabbled in magics they shouldn't have, which resulted in her curse. Ah, uh, full metal alchemist situation. Yeah, I I have a feel. My money's on Lilith. Hmm. Because Ida, okay. Ida has a healthy respect for magic, I think. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. abuse it. She's not. She, she's you know she, she's pretty like loosey goosey with almost everything, but mm-hmm. she doesn't fuck with magic. She utilizes it, but she respects it. Yeah, that's the vibe I get. I think uh, either, but we've seen young Ida, and she seems to respect nothing. Nope. Doesn't so, respect authority, doesn't respect rules, doesn't respect anything. Exactly. So that's why I think either she or Lilith created, uh, did something that caused the curse. And they each reacted in very different ways. Ida mm-hmm. didn't really change her core beliefs of anti-authoritarianism and, and uh, walking your own path. But she did come to respect one thing, and that's the danger magic can possess. 
mm-hmm. which I think is also feeds into why she's reluctant to actually teach Lou's magic. Yeah. Um, and I think Lilith reacted in becoming super authoritarian and super by the books. Yeah. Because we haven't seen baby Lilith, so we don't know what she was like as a kid, so she could have just been the bookish one. We're definitely going to get a flashback episode. Oh, yeah. Definitely, for sure. We're going to get it in the style of, uh, like, Gravity Falls, probably. I would not be surprised if that was the comeback from season from the mid-season break. Yeah, or the comeback from season at the end of season one, we get a comeback from at season beginning of season two or something. Yeah, yeah, Some, something. Yeah, that um, one of those two. Yeah, I think um, after the the world building of Palismans, I think one of the storylines that the inevitable storylines that I'm looking forward to the most is Luce getting her own Palisman. Oh yeah. That's going to be fun. Yes. Oh, and then the intro is going to change because she'll have her own staff. She won't have to steal. uh, She won't be, you know, like claiming Ida's and Ida won't have to grab it back from her. I think I know what her palace is going to be. What? A cat. Oh, Oh, yeah, because she got the hoodie. Yeah. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I also am looking forward to more Amity and Luce stuff. Like I'm like, ah, here it is. Yeah. The ship everyone ships, you know, that one. Arrival. Hey, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is, well, I might cut this because it, it's completely off kilter. Hmm. What do you think of the, uh, the, the ship of uh, Dipper and Pacifica? <sighs> I get it, and I think it has a lot of potential. Um, but I prefer Pacifica and Mabel personally. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna cut this. This was I just wanted to get that out of my head. Anyway, so okay. Um. So so more uh, Amity and and uh, Luce. Yes, I want more with them. For sure. Yeah. Because they're really setting up the whole, you know. It's like, this is this is prime rivals to lovers fanfiction scenario. Oh, yeah. You know. For the, sure. ship, the ship's will, the ship is, is there. It's set sail already. Oh, yeah. it It's full steam ahead. It's full steam ahead. And the show is not the the show is throwing coal into the engine. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, for sure. The other ship I see a lot is Willow and Loose. I can see that too. It, it's a little more vanilla, a little more bland. Yeah, it's just cute. Yeah, it, it it's the fluffy one. Yeah, I also see the polycule occasionally. Oh. Uh. Especially considering that Willow and Amity were were friends. We found that out in the uh, the house episode. Yeah, I just don't like their dynamic. Willow and Amity. Yeah. Well, we have. I'm sure we're gonna get more with that later. Yeah. Willow's. She just kind of takes it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she very rarely. I I don't know. She's passive. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's just... We're probably going to get more with her later, and we got yeah. we, we got some good stuff with Gus, for sure. Yeah. And I think we're going to get more with uh, Willow as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Anything else? Uh, no. I don't think that I've got anything more to say. Yeah, I got nothing else on Owl House either. Um... So we did DuckTales in our house. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's uh, Conan the Adventurer. Conan. Conan. Warriors without fear. With his mighty sword sword protecting. I've had that stuck in my head all week. I fucking hate it. I I hate it. I hate mm. I don't. I didn't like it, but it stuck in my head. Yeah, it it's <sighs> anyway. Yeah, we'll be back and then we head to Samaria. Now back to Acme Podcasts Incorporated. On Acme Podcasts Incorporated. And welcome back again to the third third segment. Yeah, yeah, third segment of uh, Acme Podcasts Incorporated. We're talking about Conan, the Adventurer. Conan. Uh, 1992 series, uh, running off the success of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. And just, you know, the... I mean, Conan's been around since like the 30s, right? Yeah, uh, by Robert E. The original stories were written by Robert E. Howard back in 1930. Yeah. yeah, I have a collection of like the first stories somewhere. I or I did. I don't know if I still do. Didn't yeah. really dig it. Um, yeah, it, it was. It's an American, French, Canadian uh, series. Obviously, we talked about inspired by the stories and the running off the success of Schwarzenegger film. It was produced by Jetlag Productions and Sunbow. Who are f- most famous for doing stuff like G.I. Joe and other shows like that. Yeah, that tracks. Because the, the the toy line for the show was also done by Hasbro. That tracks. Um, The uh, spawned a small... Uh, also, there was a spinoff series called Conan and the Young Warriors. Which was only 13 episodes long. Ugh. I have yeah. no desire to cover that. Neither, neither do I. <laughs> My immediate, like, when I as as soon as we watched the oh, by the way, well, well, before we get into talking about the episodes, yeah, yeah, I got two things I want to cover. Go ahead. One interesting tidbit about Conan the Barbarian is mm-hmm. uh, Robert E. Howard was very close friends with H.P. Uh, uh, Lovecraft. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Not 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 great. But interestingly enough, um, the character that Rathamon is based on, I think it's like Thothamon in the books or whatever, mm-hmm. um, is actually an old god. He's oh, actually a Lovecraftian being. Yeah, that tracks. 
uh, and that that's like official supported thing. They 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 were such they proofread each other. That tracks. And they would like put little like connections between their works. Or mostly Robert E. Howard would Lovecraft. It's harder to fit ancient history, barbarian stuff into Lovecraft writing. Yeah. But, um, Howard did. But yeah, and the other thing is, uh, before we get into talking about the episodes, uh, this was a, what, like 65, 65 episodes? 65 episodes series. Yeah, 65 episode show. So what we did was we watched the top 15 uh, based on the listings on uh, IMDb, meaning the top 15 user-rated episodes. Um and uh, those episodes, and we I got them in order, and uh, they are Tribal Warfare, Isle of the Naiads, Birth of Rathamon, Earthbound, Return to Terran Terranita. Yeah, Return to Terranita, uh, Book of Skelos, Conan Rides Again, Toranon Returns, When Troll, When Tolls the Bell of Night, Once in Future Conan. Amara the Lion, the Star Metal Monster, and a Serpent Coils the Earth, parts one through three. Yep. Uh, you were saying? Uh, my immediate thing with this when I first watched it was like, yep, there he is. There's Scott McNeil. <laughs> oh, he's all over this, isn't he? He's everywhere in this yeah. show. He's so many characters in this show. Yeah. Mainly he's, he's mainly he's Rathamon, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he's also Zula, the African, I'm saying air quotes, African inspired character. Uh and he's also um he's Rathamon. He's a bunch of like just he's he also is the voice of Ramamon. Rathamon Digivolve 2 Ramamon. <laughs> uh but yeah, the other and the other person that I immediately recognize also similar fame. Mr. Gary Chalk. Yeah. Uh, Snag. Yeah, Snag and a couple other characters. Uh I mainly recognize Gary Chalk and Scott Manuel, obviously, from Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah. Gary Chalk was Optimus Primal. And Scott McNeil was every other character. Yep. <laughs> Rat Trap, Dinobot, Silverbolt, and Pterosaur. Yeah. Scott McNeil was a lot of characters in Beast Wars. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's... He's fairly versatile. Yeah, he is. Um, Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> anyway. Um, but yeah, Gary Chalk was also Optimus in the uh, Unicron trilogy as well. Gary Chalk. Oh. Yeah. When did they start getting Peter Cullen again? Peter Cullen came back when the uh, Bay movies came back. When the Bay movies came out. And then oh. they were like, oh, Peter Cullen is Optimus again. And he was an, he was Optimus in... Uh, Prime. In Prime. He wasn't Optimus animated. That was uh, David Kay. Okay. And yeah, David no, Kay no, was no. the funnily enough, David Kay was the voice of uh Megatron and Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough. 
Yeah, that that's that's that is pretty fun. I would love for I would love for Gary Chalk to play Megatron at some point. That would be very interesting. Just because uh, David K got to be Optimus, so I would, yeah. love for Gary, I would love for Gary Chalk to be a version of Megatron. You know who I'd like to see Scott McNeil play? Who? Starscream. Oh wait, I I'm a fool. Well, I mean, he kind of he kind of did get to play Starscream. Pterosaur, yeah. No. Because I forgot the most important character Scott Manuel played on Beast Wars. Who? Waspinator. No, Waspinator's not. Yeah, he is. Stars. No, he's not. No, no. There was an episode of Beast Wars where he was possessed by Starscream's ghost. Oh. <laughs> where Waspinator like was that. possessed by Starscream's ghost. Don't like that. Well, too bad it happened. Mm, Waspinator. How could I forget Waspinator? Waspinator was great. Waspinator is fucking amazing. You also played Waspinator when Waspinator came back for animated. Yeah. Mm. Waspinator is in the Transformers Hall of Fame, for God's sake. Yeah, he deserves to be, too. He deserves it. Did you see those um, campaign posters that uh, David Willis drew for the Hall of Fame uh, polls? Yeah, yeah, I sure did. Yeah, those were good. Uh, anyway, so yeah. uh, Conan, yeah, Conan. Um, freaking the other, the other main person in this is Conan is played by Mr. Michael Donovan. Yeah. Who also played? Uh, he was a bunch of characters in reboot. Uh, oh. He he was Mike the TV. He's Guile. Yeah, he's also and he was Zangief also and Birdie. Yep, yeah, he was also Halo in from the Warriors. In the oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sage the Halo or Sage you know. the Halo. Yeah. And uh, Janice the uh, the girl. <laughs> Because that was that that was the that was this kind of show where it was like, you know, uh, Jasmine yeah. was the character name. Yeah, Jasmine. Uh, sorry. The the voice actress was Janice Jod. Yeah, Jen, yeah, Janice Lod, who was uh, Jod. Jod, sorry. Uh, who is Lori and Griselda on CyberSex? Oh. Yep. She's also Sarah and Lee Kanker in and Ed, 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 Ed. Yeah, the other one recognizes she was Kagura. Yasha, which all was Scott Manuel was also in. Scott Manuel yeah, was the was. Scott Scott Manuel was the voice of Koga in Inuyasha. That works really good. Yep. It's not the voice I pictured. I only ever got up to Koga in the manga. Uh huh. Wait, Koga's the uh, wolf demon, right? Sure is. Okay, I always pictured him having more of like a. English dub Domon Kashu from G Gundam voice. Yeah, he's it's more of it's like it's basically slightly growly Scott McNeil. Okay, it, uh, it's his Wolverine. Yeah, a little. It's like a little lighter Wolverine. Yeah. Okay. By the way, uh, unpopular opinion: Scott McNeil Wolverine better than Steve Bloom Wolverine. Oh yeah. Unpopular hot take. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, neither of them are ideal to me, but mm -hmm. I don't know who I'd want to voice. 
No, I I think I do actually. Hmm. I I this is a bad opinion and it it's gonna sound like a troll take or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I just won't have a real thick accent. Mm-hmm. Just like a oh yeah, well you know I'm gonna have to rip you open there, bub. That does sound like a troll. Yeah. Oh no, you know, I just you know, I'm real sorry, dear bud, but uh you know, uh Yep. I I'm the best there is of what I do and what I do ain't pretty, you know. Eh? Snick snick. Snick snick, buddy. Bub. Eh. Anyway. <laughs> oh hey there, Gino. Hey there, Scotty. How you doing? Tell Scott I you made him a convertible. Oh yeah. Hey, well, they, hey there, Scotty. I, uh, you know, I saw your car there, and you got such great hair. I thought it'd be real nice blowing in the breeze while you drive. So I, I made you a convertible. Spent all night welding, making it real smooth, reapplying the paint and the finish. Oh, it's a real beaut now, eh? Remember when the earlier on this episode when you talked about accents? Yeah, but I really like doing this accent, you know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry. I. All right. And now that I've gotten all the, all the voice hunter stuff out of the way, I'm like, I'm really trying to like. It's not a great show. It's not. But there's some shines of genuinely amazing writing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, th- there's some real good episodes. I thought the Isle of Naiads was shitty. Yeah, it was a very basic bitch ass episode. Yeah, I I don't understand why it's on this list. I don't either. Uh, maybe Earthbound. Earthbound was fucking fantastic. Earthbound was pretty damn good. Uh, the scene where he went to the grave of his old lover and he didn't recognize the town he was from anymore. Yeah, I'm that like, was, man, oof. that's 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 good writing, man. That's heavy. It's good writing. Yeah. Also, I really appreciated like the Jasmine episode where you found out she was half serpent folk, and then then literally the next episode they played with that. Yeah. In, in the book of Skelos. It, this okay. I came to a conclusion while after I, I think it was earlier today or maybe yesterday I came to this conclusion mm-hmm. that Conan is just it's a transitory show between two eras between 80s and 90s because mm. it came out in 92 which is real 90s like like not real 90s that that's a real like we're still the world is still kind of 80s ish at that point you know yeah yeah it is um and this is real transition between the two styles because in the 90s you started to see continuity actually starting to play into children's cartoons. Yeah, and then you start you started to get stuff that was like a bit more um what's the word? More serialized and less episodic. Yeah, a little more serialized, less episodic and a bit more sophisticated like Batman the animated series. Yes. Gargoyles yes. and um you know stuff like it. This you're super right. This definitely feels like it's it was it's like a half step between yeah, it, the it, stuff like G.I. Joe and Batman. 
I'm just going to say it's the half step between Masters of the Universe and Gargoyles. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's super Masters of the Universe. Yeah. It's but big. It, it's got a little bit of that Gargoyles, too. Yeah. Got a little it, bit of that Gargoyles. Right in the middle. Um, and actually, it's more on the He Man side, but. Yeah. The Book of Skelos is my other favorite episode. Remind me. That's the one with Evil Ack. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, mm, I didn't latch onto that episode as much. I liked it a lot mainly because we got that stuff with Jasmine, and her becoming a serpent person, and that that genuine continuity, and her seeing the horror of not wanting to be a serpent person, which is also ties back to the once the episode once in future Conan too. Once in future Conan was fun. Once a future Conan was good. I also liked uh, When Tolls the Bell at Night. Yeah, When Tolls the Bell at Night was fun. Um, I find Twin Fang to just... It, he's... frustrating because he could have been so good. Mm-hmm. But they just never let him reach that full potential yeah you gotta make you gotta give top billing to conan oh no no that's not what i mean i'm just saying he like i thought it would have been cool if there was a serpent man on their side yeah yeah like there there that he dinobotted basically is what i'm getting at yeah i also would have really liked if the fact that Jasmine was half serpent person was like relevant to him in any way. Yeah. Cause he seems to have a serious prejudice. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, but, um, I also really liked the continuity of, of course, cause Conan's big thing is I'm going to free my parents right from the stone. Yeah. And there's like this follow through of like, he actually makes slow steps toward that and even frees his grandfather first and then his parents yeah. are captured. Like, yeah. You know. And I actually really liked the episode with his grandfather. Yeah. Uh, his grandpa was a fun character. Um, I thought, like, I wish they'd done more with it, but... We haven't watched the whole show, to be that's fair. That's very true. That is very true. There might have been more... There might yeah. have been more grandpa episodes that we didn't see. That's true. And I, I don't want to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, there's some really good stuff in this, but not enough to make me watch the entire show. No. It, it you, you really hit the nail on the head with the half step between yeah. stuff like Gargoyles and it, He-Man. It, it, yeah, it, it was a it, it's a transitory show, or transitionary show. I mean, not transitory. It's yeah, it's a. It was the passing of the torch to a different era of animation. And yeah, much like the years it aired in. Yeah. It's it's a very interesting case study, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I, it was, I, sorry, it, go on. It it really is part of that. It's He Man is the He Man like the big buff guy fight big monster sell toy, but also continuity and genuine 
character arcs and genuinely good writing here and there. Yeah. I, I feel like there's an episode in shows like that that sort of bridge the gap between two decades, the yeah, styles we, of two decades. We might run, we're probably going to run into them more as we do the show. Yeah, I, I can think of one other, and that's uh, Black Star. Mm. Because that came out before Masters of the Universe did, uh, just a little bit before. And it, it had a bit more of like a 70s feel almost, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. like Masters of the Universe, I think, is like the beginning of the 80s cartoon. Yeah, or maybe Transformers. It's, either, it's you could it's, argue it's, either of those. It's, it's it's I think it's a combination of the two. Yeah, I think it's both. GI Joe, GI Joe definitely fits into that too. It's but, it's though it's those three. Yeah, that really those like, are the three like '80s shows. And you know, and then Ninja Turtles came along and kind of like '87 though. That's not until '87. I think Ninja Turtles was the great last hurrah of that era, of cartoons. I, of of the cartoons yeah. made to made to sell toys. I agree, but I think, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it was like the the last one of that. I mean, while Ninja Turtles went on, it still aired after that. Like there were several more seasons after that, but that show was the, you know, the last big powerhouse. Yeah, no, of that I, era. You're you're one hundred percent correct. That was the end of the. Well, I mean, not really the end, because there was more cartoons that came out after that, but that was the high point. Yeah, the last... The, the last hurrah. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, I'm going to say this. Needle is way more annoying than Snarf. Oh, yeah. Needle <laughs> is so fucking annoying. Holy shit. I People actually like Snarf. Yeah, I don't. People complain about Snarf, but Snarf's not that bad. Needle, though, Needle's so fucking annoying. Holy shit! He's worse than Snarf. He's worse than Orko. Oh yeah. He's worse than Scrappy Doo. I don't even hate Scrappy or Orko either. I don't. Well, I kind of dislike Orko. I think Orko's annoying, but not like mm -hmm. in like a horror like. Mm. I see Orko as promising more than in practice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really want to say. I did, I did appreciate that they were setting up the finale throughout the entire series, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I also like that it has a finale. Oh yeah, they they definitely let they left it open towards maybe more adventures, but it's pretty cut and dry. That yeah, yeah. this is this is a good place to stop. Yeah, you know, they, was they Needle could... your least? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Go on. No, no, no. Go, no, on. No. Go they, on. They 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 could have done more, but they were like, yeah, we're, yeah this is good. Yeah. Was Needle your least favorite character? Yeah, easily. He wasn't okay. He's definitely the worst of that type of character. I still just I don't like Falconer. Mm -hmm. Something about something about I just find him very annoying. Mm. 
Though I do like his Father Wind, fill my wings. Yeah, yeah. I also like that his weapon is a, the star metal weapon is a whip. Yeah, that's a weird one. It is, but you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, so nice. uh, we good on we good on Conan. Yeah, I I'm surprised we had I'm surprised we got that much out of it. I was I was like. What do I even say about it? Yeah, I mean we as a like as a whole, like I have things to say about certain episodes, obviously, but like not. Yeah, we didn't mention Amara the Lion at all. I thought that was interesting, but yeah, it's without okay. Going through, without yeah. going through the rest of the series, we don't know if they ever did anything with it. Yeah, uh, they probably did at least once. I actually okay, the one with the the little wizard guy, uh, who torn on. Yeah, I actually like that episode. That was a, that was pretty fun. Um, it's a fun. It was a fun episode. Yeah, he he's a terrible sorcerer, but he's a pretty good rogue. It's a very good rogue. <laughs> uh, you should just try and be. He should just try and be a bard. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Just try and be a bard, my guy. Yeah. He should be an arcane trickster. <laughs> yeah. At least he'd get booming blade. At least he'd get booming blade. <laughs> Uh yeah, no that that's Conan, yeah. Yeah, that's Conan. All right. Uh then we're going to take one more sh- well more than we're going to take a short break. And uh when we get back, it's a Saturday morning pitch. Back to our show. And welcome back again. Hey, Saturday morning pitch. Yeah, Acme Podcast Incorporated. All right. It's time. For us to try and make another Saturday morning cartoon. For those first-time listeners, uh, I have a list of a hundred different concepts, ideas, that sort of thing. And I'm going to roll a D100 four times. And we're going to take three out of the four of these of those concepts and try and make it into a cartoon. Uh, that's the four, That's That's at least the plan, anyway. Yeah. So, draw four. Draw four. So pick three. Pick three. We originally were gonna we we did it where we rolled three and then we get a free reroll, but it might as well just roll four. You know. Yeah, and then I think it just gives us better options. Yep. All right. Uh, roll first roll. Forty-seven. Forty-seven is Olympics. Olympics, okay. 42 is time travel. Time travel, okay. Uh, 46, all right. They're really liking 40. 46 uh, is pirates. Pirates. 
This is a weird one. And last one. Uh, I got 42 again, so I'm going to re-roll. 28. Uh, 28 is... Oh, we've, we've done motorcycles before. Should I re-roll yeah. it again? Yeah, re we've done re-roll again. Seven. Okay. I don't think we've done that one. Seven. Cyborgs. Cyborgs. Cyborgs, pirates, time travel. I think we're going to go with cyborg time traveling pirates. <laughs> yeah. Like Olympics is. I, I can't I can't think of anything for that. No, cyborg not with, Olympics. Maybe. Not with, uh, hmm. Time traveling cyborg Olympics. Yeah. It's not bad. I think I want to go with pirates and cyborgs. Yeah, I think pirates. Okay, so you want to do like more of a serious action cartoon, right? I mean, I want to. I serious air quotes. GI Joe is serious. Okay, okay, but like, I've been going for just straight comedy last few I, times, like gags and shit. I, I mean, it depends on the the what we get, but like yeah. for this one, I think this works way better as like a action okay. show. Anyway, uh. Ready to stop the timer? Uh, yes. Okay, so just to reiterate, pirates, Cyb cyborgs, time traveling. Pirates, cyborgs, time traveling. And 20 minutes on the clock. Okay, so the obvious answer is pirates in the future going through time stealing the greatest treasures of the world, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's... the obvious, you know, space, like, space time traveling pirates. Now, saying. are the pirates... The protagonists or the antagonists? Hmm. Okay, what if... Follow me. What if the antagonists are robots who are pirates who are trying to steal the treasures, but the pirate cyborgs are trying to stop them from stealing the treasures? It's like pirates versus pirates. Or they could be more of a navy type of scenario. Possibly. Hmm. Or it could just be cyborg pirates going through history, stealing things. But for what purpose in, in that case? Just to do it? What if, rather than a consistent cast of pirates, it's different pirates every time, but it's the same cyborg traveling through time, stopping them from stealing... Oh, I see. Time prizes. So it's like space pirates, and we have this cyborg guy. You're, uh, you're freaking, um, what's his name from X Men? Uh, oh, um, Deathlock. Cable. Oh. Cable's not really a cyborg. He's got a robot arm. He has a techno organic virus. Okay. We're that we're really splitting hairs here, man. No, 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 no. Cyborgs either have life-saving uh, technology put in them, or they opted to have technology put in them. The bioorganic virus is something that's actively killing Cable. Hmm. All right, we're not gonna we're not gonna get into the semantics of cyborgs. Deathlock anyway. is a uh, is mm -hmm. a cyborg. Okay, is it is it just this cyborg? Because I mean, we can't just have the cyborg. You got to have a 
at least a couple of the characters team up with this guy or or girl. I would like a an alien lady. Yeah, alien lady. And normal human. A guy who's from the modern day. No. I want a caveman. Mmm. Caveman. He has a pet dinosaur, obviously. Uh, pet saber-toothed tiger? I'll go with saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, or pet mammoth. I like saber-toothed tiger. Okay, they got a, it was a caveman with a pet saber-toothed tiger, a cyborg, and an alien lady trying to stop pirates from the future ruining history by stealing history's greatest treasures. Yeah. I can take yeah. that. It's like Time Squad or Time Force or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a little bit Robocop. Yeah. I wouldn't mind the cyborg person also being a lady. We're living in okay. an ideal yeah, we're living sure. in an ideal world. Yeah, okay. A big tough cyborg lady. Okay. I can dig it. Yeah. And I got the caveman. Would it be a caveman kid or would it just be like an actual caveman? No, just a big burly caveman. Big burly caveman. Could be a woman if you want. I, I, I'm not. I just wanted to be big. You cave know what? Person. More than a caveman, Neanderthal. Okay, a Neanderthal person riding on a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. Okay. I With can dig the, that. you know, like the the Fred Flintstone mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. Can the yeah. alien lady have a robot suit? <laughs> like a yeah. power suit. Like a power suit. Yeah. 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 Um, are they okay? Here's the question: Are they purposely moving through time, or are they like? Is it like, what's the word that? What's the name of that show? Like they're they 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 go where they're needed scenario. Yeah, I I like the idea that they like they have been given this mission, Mm -hmm. and they go through like they weren't originally this time like originally it was just the cyborg and the alien lady yeah uh and then in the first episode we get the cave the, the neanderthal yeah and they get dragged along and on this thing yeah so, totally. they become an integral part of the team mm-hmm. uh are the pirates the only antagonists is the question do we have other antagonists? I mean, I assume you would have other antagonists other than the pirates, I guess. You can't just have the pirates, you know? Yeah, I, I I also like the idea of it not just being one pirate crew. Yeah, it could be multiple pirate crews. Like, there's not just one gang. There's not just one group of organized crime. It, it's... Yeah, we could have, like, a different themed... Like, they're called pirates, but they're different, like, themes... Yeah, you know, like maybe there's one that's always... Vikings, and there's one that's mm-hmm. uh, the more traditional pirates, and there's one that's like Chinese pirates. We and... could have we could have space mafia. Yeah, but and... pirates are the main enemies. Yeah, pirates are the main enemies. Um, and you got to have the episodes where they meet the historical figures, and then you got to do the like the edutainment. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like it's just it, it's just kind of when you do the time travel thing, it's it, you got to do it. You know, it's required. I would like to do it in the most like 
like shorthand way possible. Like yeah, totally, it has George to be Washington nice. Carver. Wasn't he the guy with the peanuts? Yeah, I would like peanuts. Mmm, peanut. <laughs> peanut good. Then George Washington Carver's peanut is good. And then they just leave it like that. Yeah, peanut is good. It can do many things. Peanut butter. Mm. Grog invent peanut butter. Grug. grug. It's grug. Grug. I decided it's grug. Grug invent peanut butter. <laughs> grug smash peanut with club and grug make mashed peanut which make butter. Add oil and it tastes good on bread. Mm, I'll call it peanut butter. Mm. Mm, Thank you, my Neanderthal. Thank you, my Neanderthal friend. Grug happy. Oh man, I would also really love an episode where the alien lady teams up with like someone like Nikola Tesla to try and like Jerry rig her armor back to being functional. Yeah, that could be fun. Or no, Da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci makes her a wooden suit of armor. Okay, I can, yeah, I, I can dig it. I, can dig I would it. love that. Like her, her armor breaks down. And it's like shit. I can't use this. There's power, power armor, and then da Vinci's like, "What if I helped? What if, what if rather than wooden armor, because they had metal suits of armor no, but I mean, when da Vinci just, was around? Not literally wooden armor, but like the steampunk armor. Something. Yeah, it's just like a suit of like Milanese armor because it's Italy. Yeah. Um, and uh, he figures out hydraulics then and there. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Okay, we need a title. Hmm. That's a hard one. I have no Time idea. Time Borg. Time Borg? Really? Yeah, no, it's not good. It's bad. Chrono Borg. It's not better. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> um, um, how much time we got? We have 11 minutes. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. And 10 seconds. Maybe if we name the cyborg. Yeah, what's, what's, what's her name? Hmm. What's her name? What, what what are we making her look like? Is she is she the big she's like a like a RoboCop type or Yeah, I'm imagining like a RoboCop or a Terminator type, just a really big lady. Okay. Who's really who's really serious all the time. So even though he's not a cyborg like cable but with lady parts. I mean and a ponytail. Women women can be cyborgs too, Laser. Yeah, but I'm trying to picture a big beefy cyborg. Okay. That's a woman and Yes. I'm picturing a big beefy woman with a metal arm, which is basically a cable as a woman. Okay. That's what I that's what that's what I want. <laughs> okay. I want their arm to also turn into a gun. Obviously. Of course. Gun it turns into a lot turns it turns into a lot of things, but mainly a gun. Like a blade comes out of the elbow, and yeah, it's got port and starboard attachments. Yeah, it's got a lighter. It it it's the Swiss Army knife of arms. It's uh, like a uh, John Long John Silver's arm. Yeah, 
in Treasure Planet. Yeah. yeah. Long Jones Silver? No, that's oh, stupid. No, they were. She was an ex pirate. Maybe that's why she's after them. She was part of the, one of the crews. Like that's the oh, main, the yeah. main crew. Joan Silver. Joan Silver. Time yeah, jo- agent. Jo- Joan Silver. Time. Something. Time warrior. Time warrior. Time. Time privateer. Chronal Pirate Hunter? Hmm. I still like Time Agent. Time Agent's not bad. Joan Silver, Time Agent? Yeah. And she's tall, so she's long Joan Silver. Ah, I really... I hate that, but I also love it. Yeah. But she's just Joan Silver's. It could just Silver. be it could just be Joan Silver. Yeah, it needs a subtitle. Joan Silver and the Timoneers? Like Pioneers but with time? Chrononeer no. Hmm, hold on. Uh Joan Silver's races against the clock. Hmm. Mm. No, Joan Silver's time's on her side. Okay, that's just the tagline. Okay. Uh, uh, time is up. Last time. Hmm. Mm. I want to avoid squad really badly. I do too. Hmm. Six minutes. And 20 seconds. Joan Silver and the Time Troop? Eh. Hmm. Hmm. Joan Silver's Chronal Protector. Hmm. No. Time Guardian? That's not bad. Joan Silver. Is it Silver or Silver's? It, uh, Joan Silvers. Silvers Joan Silver, okay. It rolls off the tongue better. Joan Silvers. Time Guardian. Joan Silvers Time Guardian? Was that what I said? Time Guardian? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's not bad. Joan Silvers Time Guardian. Time jo- on her side. Joan Silver Time Guardian. There you go. No, wait. Mm-hmm. She's on Time's side. There you go. Joan Silver's Time Guardian. Yeah. Okay, we have the we have the the caveman's name and we have Joan Silver's. Who what's the alien girl's name? Belinda. Belinda? Yeah, I just like Belinda. Belinda. I just like the name. Hmm. I want her robot suit to be called Sterling. Why? Because Sterling Silver? Oh yeah, okay. Or maybe the name of their 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 time ship is called the Sterling. I want something to be called the Sterling. The ship. I like the ship being called Sterling. The ship is called the Sterling. Yeah. Okay. Silver's Sterling. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah. The SS Sterling. Yeah. It's like a it's a treasure planet style like time ship. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like at, at first her whole thing is like I just want my old ship back and want revenge against the pirate guy, but then it starts to slowly become about actually protecting time. She also has a robot leg. Yeah. 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 It's got a gun in it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's got a cannon in it. Yeah, it's got a like a grenade launcher or some shit. Yeah. Or like a rocket launcher or some shit. It can also turn into a jackhammer. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I would oh, just need oh. a name for the cat for the saber toothed tiger. Hmm. Do we really need the saber toothed tiger? Can we just have the the Neanderthal? I like the I like the the animal buddy. We don't need it. It it's cool though. Not really. What's wrong with this? What's wrong with the caveman riding the saber toothed tiger? Because I like I like good running animations. Can I sell you if we call the saber toothed tiger Cutlass? No. Because saber tooth. I know, but no. I, don't I want. want I, don't I want, want the animal buddy. I want the animal buddy. Ah, uh, fine. But we call it Longfang. Fine. Deal. Okay. <laughs> I want the saber tooth tiger. One day we'll make something that doesn't have an animal buddy. We didn't have an animal buddy in the wrestling thing. That's true. They probably they haven't heard the wrestling one yet, though. Oh right. That was a yeah. And who knows if they ever will? Yeah, yeah. Didn't have one for that. Yeah. I just want. I promise no animal buddy next time. No, no, it's fine. I just, it's, I just, I don't know. It's just saber tooth. It's always the the caveman with the dinosaur, and I wanted some play for something else. Okay, but it, okay. We can have the animal buddy, but I gotta be uh-huh. real adamant. It's just a saber tooth. There's no Scooby Dooness to it. There's no, 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 not at all. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I just yeah. want it. I just want him to ride a saber tooth tiger. That's it. Yeah. It's no, just. It's not. Sorry, go on. It's not Avenger. Yeah. It's not it's a saber tooth tiger. Stoic, and it it'll attack when it attacks, but it's not gonna do like the whole Disney animal just acts like a dog thing. No, it's just a it's just a saber tooth tiger. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. Joan Silvers and the Time Guardians. Uh, what's our final time? Uh, one minute and 12 seconds. Got it. Down to the wire. Nope. Down to the wire. All right. Hey, uh, that's Saturday morning pitch. We made a pretty fun sounded show, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And oh, uh, outside. What's the demographic for this show? I think kids like 6 to 11. Okay, you know? it's different than what I was planning, but okay. What were you planning? I was thinking like a... Teenagers? Like more like a straight-to-DVD type thing, like where uh-uh. they... Where it's like, it's not R, but it's like, I guess PG-13. We could go for Batman the Animated Series levels. 
like a okay, white, yeah. like a eleven to sixteen range. Yeah, I was thinking like I did want to say Adult Swim, mm. but that that's because like Adult Swim has its own baggage to it. But I was thinking like a Venture Bros level thing. Because Venture yeah. Bros isn't like typical Adult Swim. It's very much its own beast. It it could make do probably better on a streaming service than. Fine. Yeah, I, I'd want it to be like a Netflix show. Yeah, that I agree. For sure. I think all ages would work best for it, but yeah, all on ages mature, on the more mature side of all ages. Because yeah, gargoyles. Yeah, gargoyles. Somewhere between Gargoyles and Venture Brothers is where I'd want it to be. Yeah. Okay. All right. Joan Silver's in the Time Guardians. Yep. All right. That's it. Uh, that That's Saturday morning pitch. And we're going to take one final break. Well, no, we'll take one more break after this next segment. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to take a break. Second or last break, I swear. And when we come back, it's uh, barbarians, barbarians, Dave the barbarian, Dave the barbarian. Uh, see you then. Show it back on! Barbarian! 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 And welcome back again to Acme Podcast Incorporated. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, Dave the Barbarian. Uh, Dave the Barbarian aired in... 2004 to 2005 and re-ran further than that. Uh, yep, all the way all the way up to 2009 it re-ran until Toon Disney shut down. Nice. Well, it didn't shut down, it became Disney XD. Uh, yeah. And then became whatever the fuck it is now. It's Disney XD. It's still Disney XD? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Date uh, the Reparation was originally created by Mr. Doug Landale who also created um earthworm jim that tracks that and he wow also, yeah he all he created earthworm jim and the weekenders oh yep the weekenders is the odd one now because this feels more like earthworm oh, yeah jim. no this is yeah, no this is big earthworm jim vibes this okay this show feels so out of place in both the time it came out mm-hmm. and the station it was on yep it feels maybe it's just because Tess McNeil being in something makes me instantly think of Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. But Tess McNeil's in it, and it just feels more like a Warner Brothers cartoon. So, uh, another fun fact for you: the narrator, Jeff Bennett, was yeah. also the narrator for Earthworm Jim. <laughs> of course, he was. He also played. He also played Twinkle the Wonder Horse in this. He was Twinkle the Wonder Horse. Okay. Doing the freaking, uh, what's his name? Chris- Christopher Walken impression. I see darkness. 
ever coming closer. I haven't, wait, I haven't told you about the shrieking maggots of grief yet. <laughs> I, the, oh, the, the horror of my existence. I, I love that we, horse. We've really got to get you out of that stable more. <laughs> okay, you uh, want to talk, talk about... Joe Rivers was Queen Zanthara. And, uh, yeah, freaking, um, and Irma Plotz was, uh, her daughter, uh, yeah. freaking, uh. I forget her name. The other rivers. But you want to talk about an all-star cast for this show? Dave is played by uh, Danny Cooksey, who's also known for being uh, Jack Spicer. Evil genius. He was... That's where I recognize him from. He's also in Terminator. Yeah, he too. was also... He also played Hot Streak in Static Shock. Yeah. And Stoop Kid and Hey Arnold. He was Bobby Budnick and salute your shorts. Yep. Camp out wanna hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes us wanna fart. I love that show. Candy was voiced by uh, Erica Latro, who plays Sapphire in Steven Universe. Oh. Yep. And as you mentioned, Tress McNeil. Uh, Tress McNeil. Tress McNeil played Fang, and she was she's also the current voice of Daisy Duck. Yeah. She is? Yep, sure is. Oh, that's good. She's also Babs from mm. uh, uh, Tiny, uh Tunes. Toon, Tiny Toons and uh, Dot from Animaniacs. Yep. And then uh, Oswich is played by Kevin Michael Richardson. Yes. Uh, who's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, well, he's in the Trolls cartoon. He was a uh, Joker in The Batman. He played Captain Gontu yeah. in Lilo and Stitch. Uh, he was the Shredder in 20, the 2012 Ninja Turtles. Goro in Mortal Kombat 1995. Yep. He's going to uh, be... He, oh, he's in the uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation as Beastman. Neat. It's a good pick for him. Yeah. That's the TV miniseries, though, so I don't think that's the Netflix thing. I don't even know anymore, man. Yeah, they're yeah, it's he's Principal uh, Moose and American Dad, uh, yeah. Anger Watkins in uh, The Simpsons. Hmm. Additional voices in the Owl House. Oh, neat. He's, he's all a, over the place. Yeah, Kevin Michael is ever. Uh, Lula, the the magic sword, played by Miss uh, Estelle Harris. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. More famously, though, she was uh, Mrs. Costanza in Seinfeld. George's yep. mom. Yep. Which is where the which is why they made her a huge nag. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Rob the, Paulson the, was Mel Squando, and he. He had to be like a million background voices. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and then Mr. Paul Rugg is the voice of Chuckles, Dark the silly Lord. piggy. Yep. Who was the voice of lots of things, but people might know him from being the voice of Freakazoid. And also Mr. Director in Animaniacs, which is just a it, it's a very mean but accurate presentation of Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Which also uh, evolved into the Freakazoid voice. Totally did. 
Quasimir yeah. was voiced by Mike McShane from the original Who's Lands in anyway. Yep. And finally, Ned Frischman, Man of Tomorrow! Voiced by Mr. Richard Stephen Horvitz, also known as Invader Zim. And yeah. uh, Alpha 5 in Power Rangers. And Billy from Billy and Mandy. Yep. Ned Frischman, Man of Tomorrow. By the way, any episode with Ned Frischman is my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, same, same. I mean, anything that's got Horvitz in it is just... I, I love listening to Richard Stephen Horvitz. Yeah. I'm not even the biggest Zim fan. Mm-hmm. But I am probably in this room... Not this room. Uh, this, this call, the biggest Billy and Mandy fan. So, since this is... I, I watched the show when it was on, but you've never seen it. So I'm, I'm very curious about I, your okay, opinions. Okay. Well, that's inaccurate. Okay. I've seen one or two episodes before this. Oh, okay. Um, we've touched on this a lot in this show, but around when I got into high school, which was 2004, uh, I, I didn't get to watch as much TV anymore just because my dad's health deteriorated and he pretty much spent all his time on the couch watching either the news or everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Um, at least by the time that I would get home from school, that's where he would be. If I stayed home from school because playing hooky or sick or whatever, uh, I, I would get to watch TV then. But that was like when like the, the preschool shows were on, so I mostly watched like The Nanny and Golden Girls. Hmm. I mean, Golden Girls. I mean, that's you're not wasting your time with that. Oh Golden yeah, Girls. no, The Nanny, the, the Nanny too. Those are yeah. still two of my favorite shows, and I think Fran Drescher was my sexual awakening, honestly. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, her and Elaine, her and Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. We're getting off topic, uh, but yeah, uh, Dave the Barbarian. Yeah, I, I'd seen it once or twice, um, and it, it never blew me away when I saw it when I was a kid. I remember seeing the previews for it, and be like, "Oh, I want to see that," and then just sort of being like, "Eh," when I did see it. But this time, watching it now, oh, I love this show. <laughs> it's so good, so fucking good. It's. it's such a good cast and they work so well together I feel like they're maybe not every episode but I feel like a lot of the episodes was everyone in the same room Mm -hmm. because you you could tell they were sort of bound there there were some parts where it felt a little more stilted like they didn't have each other to bounce off of but there were some takes where you could tell oh they're, they're bouncing off each other they're improvising a little here and there yeah, totally. This show is one of those shows that I quote a lot. Because there's a lot of really quotable things from this show. Yeah. Like the, the one that I quote, I think one of the ones I, one I quote the most is freaking Oswich just being like, note, in future, point magic wand away from self. <laughs> Uh, you look different. You change your hair, <laughs> but yeah, but I 
I love Dead the Barbarian. It's one of those shows where I'm like, I'm sad that it only had 21 episodes. Well, 21 yeah. episodes, I say, but 42 individual episodes, technically, because yeah. it was an 11-minute show. But I'm sad that it did. But at the same time, it feels like one of those shows where if it had gone on for two, like, if it had gone on for, like, maybe a couple more seasons, it wouldn't have been as funny. Yeah. Um... I feel like it was it, it's it's really at risk at becoming one of those like uh what's that show uh Mandy and Mr. Peanut Butter or whatever you know what I'm talking about the no. dog girl and the little rabbit convict and they're on a <laughs> desert island Oh Brandy and Mr. Whiskers Brandy and Mr. Whiskers that's what it was but Mr. Peanut Butter's from Bojack. Sorry. Anyway, um, it, it feels like it 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 could have gone to that way, which uh-huh. wouldn't have been good. Yeah. I mean, I, I never really watched Brandy Mr. Whiskers all that much, so couldn't tell you. Same. I, I saw a couple. It was another one of those. I saw more of that show when I was younger than I did of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I don't know if I have a favorite episode because there's a lot of really good ones of the show. Um. Well, I mean, you said anytime Ned Frischman shows. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Basically, all the, the two Ned Frischman episodes are fucking alive. Um, I also really love the uh, episode where the villains team up. Yeah, that that was pretty good too. I I liked it whenever Irma Plotz showed up. Yeah, I she showed up more than I remembered. Like two honestly. or three times, right? Yeah, she showed up in. I mean, the first her first appearance, and she showed up in the cow where cow episode. Yeah, and then she showed up in the. Uh, Football grunge ball episode, whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. I the the, there were a couple of these episodes that I don't remember. I remember most of the show, but there was like one or two episodes. I'm like, I completely forgot about this one, and that was one of them. The other one was the one with the ghosts. Those are the ones I'm like, I don't remember this episode at all. I feel like the ghosts was the one that I'd seen. So that's ironic, honestly. Yeah. We're in a hall with a bunch of weenies. Hmm. Because it's also my least favorite of the ones we saw. Yeah. I mean, watch the entire show, but yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, yeah, it's my least favorite of the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, you hear, you want a fun fact for you? Sure. The episode with the, the, the dragons, Here There Be Dragons episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they had a couple of guest stars. Voicing the drag, two of the dragons. Do you want to know who they were? I, I kind of. They were. I remember them being familiar, but I was it James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, and Chris uh, Summer. Yep. It was it's James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich from Metallica who played okay. the two guy dragons in that. And the, oh, it, it was Chino Jet and Nettie, right? Yep. All right. So the other one was Ryan Weber. Yeah. Uh, 
James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, but this is one of those shows where I'm like, it's like when I talked about Emperor's New Groove, where it, there's only so much, I, there's only so many times I can say this show's really funny. Yeah, no, I I agree. You know, um, like, like it's almost harder to talk about something you really like. Yeah, almost. Um, because like, okay, the show is really fun. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But it's not in a way that's easy to articulate because it's just a fun show. Like it, the conversation starts and ends there. It's tightly written. It's tightly performed. It has top-notch casting, which is why it has, it's tightly performed. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's, it, the, the animation itself is nothing to write. It, it's standard for the time it came out, I think. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't need. It's not a yeah. show that it's a show that completely relies on its writing and its comedy. Yeah, it, it. In fact, they constantly make jokes about how much of a budget they don't have. Yeah, but I and mean, now they, Dave and his family deal it. Uh, they fight an epic battle, which we can't show you because we don't have the animation budget. You know, <laughs> or so they make it some sort of joke like like the 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 episode with. By the way, the the Invisigoths. Yeah. That's a funny. Uh, that's a joke for people for like me. Doing, for, for yeah, me. for me, for, for people us. Like, yeah. For us. The Invisigoth was a real good joke. Um, yeah. But anyway, sorry, I, yeah. I didn't mean to. You know. No. Um. Yeah. It, it's just harder. Like okay. This is going to sound a little harsh, but David the Barbarian isn't really anything to really like write home about. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a mind-blowingly hilarious show. It's it's no Animaniacs. Very, yeah, it, it's not Animaniacs. It's not Tiny Toons. It it's not a. Uh, uh, it's like a Road Rovers. <laughs> okay, that's insult. That is insulting. I okay. Well, clarification. I fucking love Road Rovers. Or at least I did when I was a kid. I have not seen it since I was a kid. It's it it is in more in line with Earthworm Jim. Yeah, well, of course it is. It's by the same creator. Yeah, but I mean, in that it's like it's a really funny show, but it's not like it's not the the be all end all like something yeah. like animate like no, the an, like I, something I like Animaniacs is. I, there, I are, think... okay, there are some shines of that level of brilliance though. Yeah, I think comparing it to the the uh, Earthworm Jim is much better than than Road Rovers, even though I I do love Road Rovers, mm-hmm. or at least did as a kid. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but um, you know what it is actually? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sticking with the WB comparisons, mm-hmm. it's uh, come to Tasmania. Uh. It's funnier than that, but I feel what you're putting down. Yeah, it 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 is funnier than that, but it it's that same sort of like, oh, this is really funny. But, yeah, and it's fun, and I love I love uh, Tasmania. Watched that okay. show every day when I was a kid. Did you have a favorite joke? In the show. Yeah. 
Not a monkey. Really? I, I, I don't know why. I just, I, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. That's the first one I could think of. I'm sorry. Mine was, and so Dave, with his intellect and keen and keen eye, constructs a megaphone using nothing but a rope, a squirrel, <laughs> and a megaphone. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Hi, my name is Dave. I bet you're all wondering. I bet you're all wondering why I tied a squirrel to a megaphone. Well, bye now. <laughs> um no 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 it's not not a monkey um, oh we for we, i just remember we forgot to mention one voice actor that needs to be mentioned phil lamar no no faffy is frank walker oh yeah well who else are you gonna get at that period of time to do yeah but i i would, I would, I would and, yeah you gotta mention it you gotta mention it it's yeah i would feel remiss if i didn't mention it. yeah yeah but anyway um i think Maybe favorite joke. I don't. I I don't know. It, it's hard to choose. Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of things I quote from this show fairly often. The yeah. that bit with Oswich and the pointing the magic wand. The the cheese toast bit from the rose colored bath glasses episode. Yeah. Uh, the maybe, uh, maybe um. Mm -hmm. Oh, credit where credits due. You came up with the uh, preview this week. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, because I, I had an idea for something, but uh, nothing. It it wasn't better than anything you gave. So it was it was too perfect not to at least suggest it. I. I Still not crazy that it's not actually from the Conan cartoon, but but it works so well. It works too well not to put it in. Yeah, it, nothing I could come up with was better than that. Yeah. Uh, the other one I reference is the bit with about Thor. The Thor was good. Yeah, that was guy, that was fun. The guy who can turn some little black smears on the floor just by looking at us. I feel like you're trying to make a point, David. Oh, I think that's actually my favorite. That she's the only person that calls him David. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know why that. That I just enjoy that so much. Is Lula your favorite character? No, Fang is. Okay, I like Oswich. Oswich is very good. Yeah, Oswich is my favorite character. Understandable. He's really he has some of my favorite jokes in the whole show. Yeah. He he gets a lot of good jokes. I There's nothing about Fang that actually makes her my favorite character. Tress McNeil just has a voice that I always am thrilled to hear. Yeah. Um I'm also so, always happy to hear Rob Paulson. <laughs> yeah. No, I am same. Uh fucking Raphael and Gecko and a million other things. Millions of other things. The man's the the man's resume is Pinky. 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 Narf. Narf. What are I we going to Brian? What we hey gee Brian? What are we going to do tonight? Pinky, the are same. you pondering what I'm pondering? I think so, Brian. But aren't we already naked? <laughs> 
Let, let me do my act. Let, let, let me let me do brain. You do pinky. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hold on. I just gotta. I gotta get into the Orson Welles space. Okay. Yes. Yes. This is total trek. This is total trek. You know that. Yeah. No. Let, let's not. Let's not go there. Actually, I. 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 I just don't. I, Mm, I'm just too self-conscious right now. I don't know why. Fair enough. Uh, it we're gonna run into this problem more and more. Where it's like it's real. It's I can analyze story and storytelling and character arcs and stuff like that. I don't think I'm fully equipped to analyze comedy. <laughs> if I could. Re- remember the jokes better i could because i have spent most of my life Mm -hmm. studying comedy well a lot of the the humor is like i mean i know what kind of humor it's obviously a lot of like referential it's like mostly fourth wall breaking and also a lot of like um non sequiturs it's very non-sequitur humor oh yeah yeah yeah. it's that 2004-2005 lol random but actually funny yeah well <laughs> yeah i mean it's not like the invader zim lol random it's the it's a better execution of lol random people make fun of lol random humor but non sequiturs are harder to do than you think that's why there's a newspaper funny just called non sequitur mhm like I think uh, the last show that hinged a lot on non sequiturs that I saw that was like recent, I, I say recent air quotes, was Funkin' Uncle Grandpa. Yeah. Uncle Grandpa is like almost nothing but non sequiturs. Yeah. Um, I never gave that show enough of a chance. Like, I, I wasn't one of those people who hated on it. I think. It's crossover with Steven Universe is actually one of my favorite Steven Universe episodes. Oh no, our ship. <laughs> um, I just I just feel like mm-hmm. I think Uncle Grandpa works better in crossover for me than he does mm-hmm. on his own. I like him. I like the idea of him being like a a multiversal constant in Cartoon Network's shows. Hmm. Like every show can have an Uncle Grandpa episode. Yeah. Um, I do want to give credit where credit is due. With Dave, it won a daytime daytime Emmy award for the episode "Dan Fresh Man of Tomorrow." Oh yeah, that's probably one of the like opinions aside that's probably one of the funniest concepts for an episode oh yeah uh, f- far off year of 1994 <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's it's such a good show yeah this is, yeah and it it's so like i i don't it deserves that emmy it does. It deserves. It deserves sorry. more. Yeah, I. 
don't think I want to see it brought back. Yeah, I don't either. But I would like a Blu-ray release. Something. I like just it's, make it HD. That's, it's that's one of those, all I want. It's one of those things where I look at IMDb and it says seven out of ten. I'm like, it deserves an eight. <laughs> yeah. Like I, that. I agree. It, like it it deserves just a little bit more than it gets. It's a show that like people did appreciate, but like I like I would have liked just a little bit more appreciation. It gave, it got enough, but I wanted more. Just a little. I didn't I'm not asking for the world with this show. Yeah. I yeah, no, you you're not gonna get the world with this show, but No. Um Maybe like five more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean like yeah. five more full half hours. So yeah. technically ten episodes. I would have liked an episode where the parents came back for one episode. Yeah, that would have been fun. Like just um, one just one. That's all I'm asking. I would also like to see more of uh uh, Chuckles, the silly piggies, evil family. Ah, Knuckles and Buckles. Yeah. Uh, I wanted that we got. Th- I wanted more Malsquando episodes. Malsquando was interesting. Um, I think Quasimir is, is the is the weakest out of the villains. Personally, he's funny, but yeah, I agree. He's just sort of the same. Like he he's. Uh, an ain't, he's Thothamon. He's Rathamon. <laughs> he's the Some, show's Rathamon. He's the the Udragothian god of unnecessary quotations. Yeah, he he's yeah he's oh man. But I, it's kind of a one joke where he just yeah. doesn't know yeah. how to finish a sentence. Yeah, it, it, it Malsquando and Chuckles are much stronger, mainly because of their voice actors. Oh yeah, uh, and and that's nothing against uh, 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 Michael McShane. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Uh, it's just like he's not a voice actor. Yeah. Um. He, same thing with Ned Fershman. Like Ned Fershman's entire joke is like his comedy is really works because of of uh, Richard Steve, Richard Horvitz. Yeah. Also. I think the major thing on why uh, Michael McShane doesn't necessarily work here. Mm-hmm. Everyone else on this show, or at least like the main cast, plus the major villains, they all have backgrounds in uh, improv. Yeah, this is, you know what? That's the other thing that the show, it definitely feels like a show that was, you know, you mentioned they were in a room. It definitely felt like not only were they in a room, but like there was a lot of like this show was some of the show was definitely improvised for sure. Like the comedy. Yeah, it it um specific. OK, I used to, I, I don't listen to his podcast anymore, but I used to listen to Rob Paulson's podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Talking, talking tunes. I, talking I just tunes. sort of after a while it just became him telling the same 10 stories over and over. Um, and uh, a lot of like hashtag blessed uh, talk and I just kind of got tired of it Mm -hmm. Um, but 
he brings up an interesting thing in how back in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s, but it's been less and less as we've gone on, everyone would be in the same room and they'd be like, all right, let's get the script take and then, you know, play with it. Play with it. Uh, you know, if you got something, go with it. And they'd be more like, I, I feel like my character would do this and not that. And like, all right, let's roll with it. And like, there's been less and less of that over time because you're not in the studio anymore. You're sending in your takes from home almost. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a little bit of what was going on here. Maybe, maybe a lot of the good jokes in this came out of improv and Michael McShane's not an improv artist. Ironic considering he was on Whose Lines It Anyway. That's true. He no, so he has to have been an improv artist. It's just because it's he's not a voice actor. I think is the thing. Like this isn't his. You know, voice acting is very different from being a comedian. Yeah. It it comes with a, st- a different skill set. I feel like it's, it's like it's like when they bring in the comedian celebrities to be in Disney or DreamWorks films or whatever. Like just because you're funny on stage doesn't mean you're funny as a voice actor. It's a different skill set. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's just my opinion, though. I mean, he's done a lot of voice work. That's fair. I mean... Okay, know how you mentioned that that Conan was a transitionary between... This is definitely transitionary between... Stuff like Earthworm Jim and, you know... 90s cartoons and, let's say, late late aughts. Actually, no, I'm going to say this is more... This is like... I feel like transitionary shows would have been the transitionary shows would have been closer to like ninety nine. Yeah, this feels like this is such an oddball show in that way. It definitely feels more like a nineties cartoon than a two thousands cartoon. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but it does have a little bit of that two thousands flair. Um, and it's just. I guess that does make it a transit a transitionary. I think you're yeah, it, it, it feels like a late transitionary show though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an it was always an oddball, I feel. Yeah. I have a feeling Disney Channel didn't know what to do with it because I Yeah. Do you remember what time it aired? Uh it was on like afternoons. After afternoons? school. All right, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was it was airing on the same ball like stuff like Timon and Pumba. Okay. Uh, and other shows like that. Okay. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know, man. Oh well. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. It's. Yeah. I don't know. Um. I'm sad that nobody talks about the show. Yeah, it feels mostly forgotten at this point. It it was. A small blip on the radar, and yeah, I'm glad we did get to talk about it though, and you got to watch the whole thing. Yeah, I, I'm glad I did too. I'm glad we did talk about. It. I'm glad I got to see it. It's yeah, it's it's good. I Is just... it going to be something you're going to be revisiting in the future? Maybe in a couple of years. I mean, yeah, not anytime soon, but I mean, something you might come back to eventually. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not like it's it's not one of my it hasn't become one of my favorites. Yeah, it's not one of my favorites either, but I, I have a soft spot for it. Yeah, I, I am fond of it. And I, I. Yeah, if I ever get the feeling of. Wanting to it's probably an easy grab for if I just need like a Tress McNeil hit or you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, considering she's in every episode. Yeah. And also like I could grab some tiny tunes, some animaniacs, but like what episode do I want from those? There's so many. Yeah. Um any final thoughts? Okay, I think we're I think we got what we wanted to say out yeah, there. Yeah, no, we um there's something I've realized about this show, honestly. Not mm-hmm. Dave, but our show here. Uh-huh. And that based on something you brought up about you could talk about plot points, you could talk about story progression, you could analyze character things and stuff like that. And same. Um, but it's harder with something like this where there isn't a lot of that. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. I, I'm thinking maybe episodic shows just aren't necessarily right for this. I think we need, I, I think something with an actual plot is easier to talk about. Or at least shows that had a lot of episodes that have actual things to talk about. Yeah. Okay. That, that's all I had to say. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we might try and not talk about uh, stuff like Conan as much anymore. But there, there are shows like Dave that I do have things to say about. It's just like, I don't think we should try and talk about a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Uh, we're going to take one final break. And then we'll come back and we'll close up everything and uh, plugs and contact information. And uh, then we'll yep. we'll get out of your hair. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Now back to the show. Do you see how your patience paid off? All right. And uh, this brings us to the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, how do you think we did, Kai? I think that I was a little worried that we wouldn't have that much to say, but I think we ended up having a lot to say than we thought we would about both shows. A lot of it was off topic, but yeah. We definitely had a deep conversation about, like, I don't know, I do like talking about... Once I thought about it more, I think I did have more to say about Dave. Yeah. It just took a minute. Yeah, it... mm. Yeah, that that's pretty accurate for. Yeah, it, yeah. it's hard to be articulate about something that you like just because it's fun, because people expect you to be able to say more than I just yeah. think it's fun. And 
comedy is one of the most subjective things in existence. Yeah. Along it, with it, music. It art in general. And I, yeah. I think comedy is an art. It is. There, There's certainly an art to the joke. We have way more to say about DuckTales and Owl House because they are, while funny, they're also, they also have a lot of plot to talk about. Yeah. Even though something like DuckTales just sort of peppers things in at the end of the episode, really. With the exception mm-hmm. of like Double O Duck. Double O Duck was very plot centric. Yeah. But yeah. the other ones, like, you take out the last 10 seconds where we see Fowl and. Mm-hmm. Eh. We. But, uh, yeah, we, we could definitely. Just, what's the word? Um, definitely go with trying to be a little more picky about what we talk about yeah there are certain shows that i really want to talk about but they're gonna be hard to talk about because like i want to talk about the original masters of the universe but there's not a lot to say there it's Mm -hmm. it's a 20 minute toy commercial yeah or same with the original transformers or dexter's laboratory yeah that there's maybe a couple episodes that we could make a through line for, or maybe mm-hmm. that that movie where we get Dexter's throughout time. I think we can make it work. It's just we should be more thoughtful about it yeah. when we talk about shows like that that are more comedy driven. Yeah, because we do Why have not... things to say. We have we have things to say about them. It's just yeah. we need to think about them more. Point I'm trying to get at is is. We are still trying to nail down the format. Yeah. Um, I think we're... we. I think we've been at our. Honestly, we've been at our peak when there was stuff to talk about in regards to story plot, but also there was some funny stuff to talk about. Yeah, like I, I don't think we could. I don't think there'd be a lot of meat on, even though there it's a really good show i don't think there'd be much to talk about on say animaniacs even though it's just it's one of my favorite what, what cartoons else, but what, I don't, what can be what can be said about it that hasn't been said exactly and also i don't know what the fuck i would say other than this shit's hilarious go watch Here's, it go watch it and now i'm just going to list off every classic hollywood reference in this fucking show yeah, we'll we'll figure we'll figure it. Yeah, this podcast is in its infancy. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll um, we're, we're getting there anyway. And and you know to tie this into the next part, if you have an idea of how we can tighten it up, email us at acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail dot com. That is the email, right? It 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 should be. Oh god, I I forget every fucking time we record what it is, and it is acmepodcastinc at gmail I'm gonna take a quick look at it, see if there's anything there, and that's a big old no. Yeah. Probably because no one's listening, so no one's gonna write in, and the people who do know us, and they could just tweet at us or talk to us. They could literally, yeah, we they could just message us. 
Yeah. They could at me on uh, fucking Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, um. <sighs> okay. I mean, despite that, I enjoy doing this. So. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm having fun sitting here talking about cartoons with you either way. So. Might just... as well put a mic to your face. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, uh, the only part that makes me wish we had an actual audience is the work that goes into editing would really like a little validation based on the work I put in there. I love how much stuff work you put into the editing laser. Thank you. But I wish we had an audience. Well, they'll appreciate it. But anyway, anyway, uh, that's the episode. And that's where you can contact us. We also got an email. We said the email. Yeah. Ha ha. We've also got a, uh, a Twitter and a Tumblr. The mm-hmm. the Twitter is uh, Podcasts Inc. That's at, at Pod- Podcasts Inc. Yep. And uh, what's the Tumblr again there, Kai? It's uh, acmepodcast.tumblr.com. That's acmepodcast.tumblr.com. You can also send. I'm running. I'm only running the Tumblr, so the at the ask box is open. So if you're not keen on sending an email, you can also send an ask over there, or, or tweet us, or tweet at, or tweet at us. Yeah. Um. As for us individually, as people. Well, you know what? I just wanted to say one thing. The mm-hmm. minute, the second, I get. One shred of feedback from a stranger on this show, I'm making a Facebook group. Because <laughs> that shows us, hey, there's someone who wants to be in the community. So mm-hmm. I will make a community. Well, then but, you got to make a subreddit, too. Oh. No, that, that's for when the Facebook group gets too big. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, that's how you can get in contact us with us. That's a little incentive to uh, to maybe I don't know engage with us. Maybe I would love some engagement. Sweet validation. Yeah, man. I I don't even care if you're coming to tell me I do a shitty job. I just want to know someone's listening. You did. You've listened to it though. Yeah. Hey. You know what? I got what I wanted, which is some stranger listening to my voice go on about dumb cartoons I like and sometimes don't like. But anyway, uh, I, as I said, as for us individually as people, uh, you can yeah, find uh, you, can, you can find me also on Twitter at kaiju underscore emperor. It's kaiju on k a i j u underscore e m p e r o r. I'm kaiju underscore emperor. You can also find me on Tumblr at kaiju dash emperor. Spelled the same way. And that's it for me, really. Yeah. Um, I've got a Twitter, and that's that's really it. I got a Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is at j i b b l y j i b b l y. That's at ghibli ghibli. Mm-hmm. Uh. Come at me, bro. Yeah, come at us. 
give us your hot takes. Yeah. Give us some validation. Yeah. But anyway. Uh yeah. That that's that that's the episode. That's um, us. Kai. Good night, everybody. Mwah. That's not what I was going for, but okay. All right. I'm going to go play some Animal Crossing. Later, everybody. Good night. Bye. Does that mean the show's over, Dad? I guess. We are contractually obligated.